This episode brought to you by Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. All right, guys, welcome to another Cleveland Motor Podcast. We are podcast number 328. Ooh. And uh, go ahead and light them if you got them. And this, by the way, <laughs> arrogant bastard whiskey. Uh, provided to us by Chris Smith, no relation. Uh, Chris Smith, who's going to be joining us, I believe, on June second or third for our podcast. Awesome, coming in from the light, the land of cans ass. <laughs> Ooh, just uh, in time for Ohio to lift their COVID restrictions. Hated by many, loved by few. It says on the top of the bottle, and we're going to check it to see. We're going to check for quality. Okay. Oh. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Is that quality? That sounds like real quality. Okay, that's not... God, it fucking smells like perfume. It, it, wait till you try it. Holy shit. God, that smells good. Damn. I mean, that's... Oh, that smells... Give me a little hit. Yeah, it's your birthday. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. there you go. It's, I mean, this is literally Sleepy's 50th birthday present, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Smith, not you, but right. the other Smith. I will, be, I, I will be his representative on this. Yeah, you can right. be. Thank, thank you, Mr. Smith. Yeah, so this is. Don't ar- mention it. <laughs> this is uh, Arrogant Bastard Whiskey, aged in oak barrels for 25 months. You're not worthy. Oh, it smells so good. It does smell good. You're making me want fucking good. Really? Wow. The fucking okay. sound guy. <laughs> the fucking sound guy. Yeah. I got to sit here and stub this fucking mic down my mouth. Just hold. So just so you can it. let your oh. ringtone. Yeah. So that's pretty Why don't you fart cool. and burp into the mic, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think it goes unnoticed. I'm just going to sit here. Mm-hmm. It goes unnoticed. The uh, Again, so we did, we are kind of getting new to this whole having a fucking sponsor thing right Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the whole idea of there's a sponsor involved right and that that we may have to start doing things in accordance with the sponsorship i did all kinds of things when you look at the video so the video that steve dropped the other night yeah is fucking delightful it's one of my favorite videos of us sitting at a table doing what we do best bullshitting right and but it's a really good video. It's like an ac- actual watchable thing. Yeah, right. Now I never thought I'd watch a fucking podcast. I'm going to tell you, I tried watching Joe Rogan. Can't do it. I, I you know, even like uh, the What the Fuck podcast, Mark Marin. It's tough to watch it. So I hope that folks are watching us and that they're they're digging it as opposed to just listening through their fucking ear holes. You know. So this is something for your eye holes too. So rock on. To my left, Nick Devito. And Nick rode here tonight on the Superhawk. And again, not a VTR 1000. No, it's a 66. CV 77. Yep. Yeah, right. So it's 1966 mm-hmm. Superhawk. Fucking cool. And then Dan Crumpke. What'd you ride tonight? The America. Triumph America. Yeah, very fucking cool. And to his left, Steve Hofford. And I was very proud to see that you chose to ride my old bike tonight. The Trans Elf. The fucking Trans Elf. Yep, yeah. I love that bike. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, so in case you're wondering why it's called a Trans Alp, is uh, it's a it's a V twin motorcycle that chooses to dress like an adventure bike. Hence the term Trans Alp. That's it. <laughs> and to his left, Johnny Mac. John, what'd you ride tonight? A 2012 Kia Sorento. Sorento. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And to his left, Chris Smith. And yes, you showed up proudly on the. 
The Janus. <laughs> exactly. I love the fact that the man that owns one is now taken to calling it a Janus. <laughs> That's okay. It's it's coming whether I want it or not. So. <laughs> I just feel it creeping a little bit. It, now. it does. There's a little bit. It's of, starting to creep in. You've learned. You've learned that. Yeah, and I shift a little bit when it creeps. Janus so. will happen. <laughs> yes. Does your Janus have a new saddle on it? It does, in fact. Oh, it was a nice, smooth saddle, that saddle. on that Janus. And this, did the saddle come with ass cheeks already built into it? No, that okay. that was an upgrade. Oh. So Mrs. Smith bought me the upgraded. It's a wider yeah. uh, seat, and then it's got the uh, ass pads. The ass cutlets. So I took the old seat off, right? and I went down to, what is it, about the... So your Janus has beautiful ass cheeks now. It does. Smile when you say that. Uh, I am. He is smiling. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you experienced any seepage? Li- <laughs> so I took the old seat down to a, uh, a leather guy down on Detroit Road. Oh, really? That's what he called himself? He said, hey. He's a leather man? Chris. Is it the manhole? <laughs> Chris, I'm a leather guy. Yeah. 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 Down about 60th, 60th. Did he have a multicolored flag on the front of his business? He did not. Did he have a ball gag and was <laughs> named Gimp? Uh, he he went by Steve, so I don't know whether that, that says anything. But I gave him my old seat, and then so he stuffed in some uh, extra padding in I there. I see that, some ass cutlets. Well, no, so that, that oh. one's at home. Oh, so he did. So he modified your old seat. Correct. Kick ass. We need to take the SSR seats to this guy. Yeah, we do. Well, he I'm, needs I'm telling from you, it was, it was very reasonable, and you yeah. know, I gave him the, the seat, and he said, well, I'll call you when it's done, and... Two hours later, he called me. So okay, it's done. Get the oh, fuck out of here! <laughs> Nobody does anything that. Are you kidding me? That's amazing! Yeah. Holy shit! Plus, he's willing to take uh, good old American cash. That's so, even uh, better. So that worked for you me. Just wanted the- your Janice out of there. Pardon me. <laughs> he, he said, "As soon as he, Chris said, he goes, the sooner you get this done, the sooner I can put it back on my Janus. <laughs> you know, I walked outside to check out Chris's Janus, and like, there's fingerprints all over it, ah. and just drips, and like, it's just. He's not taking care of his Janus very you probably, should, you probably should wipe your Janus. Just wipe it down once in a while. Well, and man. Cinch is complaining, oh, this is filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Cinch, how would you know? Well, I've cleaned up my Janus recently. <laughs> nice. So. Um, extremely weird laws, in case you were wondering, talking about leather. Wait, who's to your left? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who is to your left? Oh, oh, me, Steve Biblical. Sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, want him to get cut out of the introduction. Right, that's here. exactly right. We don't want to. We do not want to cut Sleepy out. No, that's and right. Sleepy brought the audio gear, so he showed up today. Hyundai powered, right? Yes. Yeah, you're Hyundai yeah. powered. But we did ride last night, though, so that was good enough. That which is fucking great, and we'll talk about that too. Um, and then I am here because I work here, and also today in front of the room, the elephant in the room, or in this case, the cub in the room, mm-hmm. is the Honda Super Cub which uh, I have had cub envy since Steve got his cub. And sometimes the fish jump right in the damn boat. And this was from one of our customers who traded me this uh, lightly modified Honda Super Cub for a TNT 135. But if you guys were fishing and, and Steve had a trout, yeah, you got the rainbow trout. Well, it does have a <laughs> rainbow colored exhaust, yeah. right? It has had, it's got the Yoshimura upgrade. It's got the parcel carrier in the Gentilder region. And it has a bottle opener built into the parcel carrier. Oh, and there's, there's Chris, a lot of good going on. Yeah, as Chris pointed out, it has a grocery bag carrier as well mm-hmm. built into it. It's very clever. It had red and white tassels hanging from the end of the bars, which I uh, I performed a bris and got rid of them. And uh, because the bike's name is definitely Pee Wee. 
It has um, grips and a lever, too. It does have a, an aftermarket lever. Hey, you yeah. Magazi. What are you, a yeah. fucking Magazi? What are you, a fucking Magazi? Because that's what it says on the grips. That's what the grips say. And uh, <laughs> the, the suspension is... The suspension is YASS, and the chain has been upgraded to one that is gold. Yeah. Nice. So there are some things in the rear passenger seat uh, upgrade, which is hilarious. Well, which is hilarious that I gave Steve the passenger peg, like the beautiful, gorgeous made passenger peg kit. And so he's got that on his bike, and now I've got a seat with no... Pegs. So give them so, back, Steve. I'll give them back. No, no, you don't have give to give them back. No, give them no, back. Keep them, dude. Come on. Keep them. Keep them. Keep them. Uh, what he wants is anybody that's riding on the back right. has to wrap their legs up and around. Up and around my <laughs> junk. Yeah, that's it. So if you're on the back, you got to be in the praying mantis position. I, I yeah. have had that happen. stilettos. Yes. <laughs> I have had that happen yep. on my CT9. See? That's, that's, I'm telling you, oh. these bikes... The less, yeah, the less prone, the less prone you are to have a backseat, the more prone you are to accidentally pick up tail. So that's the thing. Be careful. Uh, so that we, so that bike showed up the shop today, and now I'm the proud owner of it, and uh, it sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does sound really, really that, good, Nick. I mean, oh, it sounds fantastic. I, I've been, I've been looking at exhausts for my CT140, and that sounds. You know what? There's very expensive exhausts out there. How much was this one? Steve, what do you say that one is? They're five ninety nine. Yeah, like six hundred. Yep. Uh, you know, I I struggle to justify an exhaust that is half that right. for my CT one forty. Exactly. But damn, does it sound good? Well, and here's here's the interesting thing. I want to know is it the cam? Because my one thirty five, I have a header and I got rid of all the shit, mm-hmm. and it has that DG can on it. But I have to run a baffle in it because without it, it's so loud that you can't ride the bike. This thing. When you give it full throttle, it's just deep and barky, yeah. but it's nice. It, it's very throaty, don't you think? It yeah. just depends, yeah. though, because I have a, a, a Yoshi. I had a Yoshi on my uh, Ruckus, yeah, and it was loud as all get out. That was yeah. can confirm. So this one is you can't sneak perfect. It's got a really deep. Yeah, deep right. it's, tone. It's, it's, it's like an, an, an unobtrusive deep tone. It's but not it's, overly loud, it, though. I wonder what it's packed with. But is it, it yeah. a fiberglass pack or is it a just a a screen, you know, drilled tube. I mean, I don't what's, know what's going on in there. It changed the personality. Like it's like a hot girl in a dress, and she comes up and she's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> My name is Rebecca. <laughs> the uh, so we were talking about weird laws, and you mentioned leather. Okay, so there used to be a shop in Cleveland called Laws Leather, and if Laws Leather still exists, I'm. I'm sorry that the rumors of your death have been greatly exaggerated. Okay. But Law's Leather is a particular gay pride. Like they they were they they handmade beautiful, amazing leather things that you could hit other people with. That was their forte. Their forte was like, so Steve, what do you think of it would feel like if I hit you with this? And you're like, no, make it bigger. Yeah. Right. And so that's what they did is they just made things to hit other people with. And Merritt and I, when we were racing, <laughs> we used to fall down a lot. So we'd fall down a lot and we'd just tear holes in kind of expensive leathers. And the one day I had a leather racing suit that had been down the track at 90 miles an hour or so, and it had various different cuts, chips, and abrasions. It was a bit tatty. It looked, well, there were parts of my skin you could see through it, and that's oh. not a good idea for leathers. Oh. So I went to Law's Leathers. And, you know, our shop was in Lakewood at the time. We were extremely friendly with the gay community. And I was like, you know, these guys, these guys know how to put leather together. This is what they do. And in the shop, front window of Law's Leather, they had a complete 100% gimp suit that was just 
fucking fantastic. Like five different level layers of leather and color and shit. I was like, if they can do that, they can fix a fucking set of leathers. You know, my techniques is going to be no problem for these guys. So we took our leathers in and Renee or Merritt was riding the Dionysi at the time. And I was running the technique suit and we took it in and I said, Hey man, can you do me a favor and fix this? You know, he's like, well, wow, we don't normally work on motorcycle leathers, but what's the rule? And I was like, well, it's got to pass tech. It's got to get through. Like somebody's going to scrutineer it and look at it and go like, yep, that's, that's a decent repair. We'll let you on the track. It's got to be something better than duct tape. And he's like, yeah, I'll take care of that for you. And he's like, do you have any preference to like color? <laughs> and I went, I was be like, I wanted to say fucking go crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. surprise me. Because my leathers yeah. were red, white, and black look like Spider-Man castaways, right? And hers were beautiful titanium, silver, and white, and gorgeous fucking Dionysies. And so I was like, well, just keep it somewhat in the theme. And just like what you said, the guy called me maybe six hours later, seven hours later, said, it's all done. Come and get it. And the guy that was behind the counter did look like he should work at Law's Leathers. Right. I mean, this guy looked like, well, let's just call it what it is. The dude was the bear of all bears. Right. Like he was the bear. And I showed up and he gives me this thing and he shows me the workmanship and he backed everything up and the stitching was impeccable. It looked fucking great. And I was like, yeah, okay, what do I, what do I owe you for this? This is, he was like, I don't even know how to price it out. I've never done such a small amount of work in my life. I was like, okay, great. And he's like, give me, give me 80 bucks. That's I, awesome. I was just shocked. <laughs> and so I was like, yes, faster. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, give me a couple of those Laws leather t-shirts and I'll wear them at the track. And their shirts were great because the bondage flag, you know, we're all into flags these days. Everybody has the, the law enforcement flag with the blue yep. stripe on it. And then there's the fire department flag with the red stripe on it. And it all comes out of like that awesome gay pride flag, right? With all the different rainbow colors on it. Well, it turns out the bondage flag, the, the B&D flag, if you like bondage and discipline, the flag is white, blue, and black stripes. And over and over and over again. It's really kind of cool looking, but it's the it's not all rainbow. It's white, blue, and black, white, blue, and black. Kind of a cool looking flag. Sounds like bruises. It, yeah, I think you're onto something and there, think, right? Did he charge you for the zebra that started here and went around and went the ball? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to make it, well, and if you've ever worn racing leathers. That would be a bonus. That's a fucking bonus. Because <laughs> Valentino Rossi's thrown a race having to go take a you know, 10-100. But for real, I was like, give me a couple of shirts. I bought a couple of shirts from him. And the shirts were white, blue, and black, you know, black and blue stripes with a big heart on them. A big friendly heart on them. I was like, fuck yeah. And it says Law's Leathers, which Law's Leathers is a very macho sounding like, yeah. you know, a cop would shop at Law's Leathers. Yep. I bet you a few do. But the uh, I was wearing the shirt and every once in a while I'd be somewhere and somebody who would be in on the joke would be like, oh, oh, I see. Uh, nice. Law's Leathers. Yeah, we know who those guys are because they're a big deal, I guess, in the community. So kick ass. I bet you didn't know that in Ohio... Cleveland in particular, it is illegal for women to wear patent leather shoes. What? It's on the goddamn books. So it is uh, in Cleveland. <laughs> wow. It's illegal for women to wear patent leather shoes. Yes. In fact, the concern stems from seeing the reflection of a lady's underwear in the shiny surface of the material. Or lack of uh, lack thereof. And imagine all those <laughs> Catholic school girls that couldn't go into yeah. Bingo. Um, this law does not forbid men from rocking a super shiny pair of patent pumps, 
So at least someone is able to be fashionable in Cleveland. Wow. There you go. Hey, <laughs> so I'm going to put my foot under there. <laughs> Never mind my patent leather shoe, my bright parade shine cock Corcoran um, Wait, between your stems. Rocky River doesn't have that law. I don't know. <laughs> no, they don't. There's a, there's a little bit of a news story going on. If you type in like Rocky River teacher indiscretion slash text messaging tech test. Beaver shot. Beaver, beaver shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> right now, all of our podcast listener is like, beaver shot Rocky River teachers. It's a fucking story, man. I didn't you write know, it. One of my old friends, yeah. like she was like, she led the protest because her daughter went to the school or something. Oh, wow. So she led the whole, she was all on the news saying like, this is disgusting and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Damn them to hell. Yeah, so anyway, thought that was a funny thing for Laws Leathers to, yeah. to do that. It's fucking hilarious. Um, just wanted to let you know that uh, support for the Cleveland Moto Podcast tonight is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools. Tools. I just got that. Tools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tools. Uh, for your family jewels. Manscaped has just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. It's the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, including yeah, yeah, Sleepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you were wondering who's going to be the first person around this table to do that. Guess what? Early adopter. Uh, yeah, with this exclusive offer, that's right, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. But you've got to go to manscaped.com and punch in Cleveland Moto. All one goddamn word. So Cleveland Moto. I thought punch it in. This is another, this is another trimmer. And it's quality, and it's a trimmer, but like it's a trimmer, right? There's not going to be any difference. Again, to it. that shit has been around for about a hundred years, right? Right. Yeah. But I've, you know, I have tattoos. I like to shave the, the tattooed areas because it makes them look a little cleaner. Well, with lotion, whatever. But anyways, with all the hair, and and usually you pinch the shit out of yourself or something. So whatever they have going on with that white, I think it's ceramic it's or ceramic, something. Okay. Dude, it's yeah. a ceramic. Okay, this fucked me up. I'm all for using ceramics, like modern space age materials. In different ways. Okay. But ceramic to me has always just been, yeah, I can think of it in uh, law enforcement applications as body armor and shit like that. I can think of ceramic as being, I have a ceramic knife at my home, Mm -hmm. in my house, that is sharper than the goddamn devil himself. Right. And that knife refuses to go dull. (laughs) And it will cut a watermelon as soon as look at it. But I never thought about putting it on a a fucking trimmer. But I can't believe that it, it makes it so you really can't cut yourself. Like it really. So like what happened was my wife went to visit her sister and she lives far enough away that when she's gone, my whole day is myself. Yeah. So I fucked around in the garage. I worked on motorcycles. I did all this shit. And it got to be like 730. And I'm like, I got to take a shower. While I was up there. I pulled out the manscape or whatever, the lawnmower. Yeah, lawnmower. And I, I you know, I did my arms because there's tattoos. And I was like, well, I'm going to do my legs. And, right. and just kept going. Yeah, you're, the next, com- you're totally fucking streamlined, <laughs> no, dude. No, I am. There's no hair. <laughs> So, I had so like did a, you have the buddy in the shower do your back for you? No, 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 no. But I, I seriously had like a five pound. You got the Manscaped 4.0 reach around attachment. But, but I had like a five pound ball of hair on the ground. I'm like, holy shit. It looks like, like, look like you hit a cat. It did. <laughs> but here's the messed up part. So they said in the thing that they're not afraid of real stories. So this is a real story. Really? So. We're going there. I shaved it all down, right? Everything. I just went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have a trimmer guard on it? Did no, you use a guard? No, no you no went guard. fucking. I fucking just went nuts. Newborn baby. Yeah, dude, I was smooth. But here's the messed up thing. So <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> gross, but it's interesting. 
You so, cut the whole thing off? No, like no, no. But as a dude, as hair? a dude, as a dude, you do have some butt hair, right? And some. When, and when you fart, somehow that causes it to just blow through the area, right? Well, it's like a silencer. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> in my in my excitement of shaving everything, like I pretty much smoothed everything out and then I put pants on, I went downstairs, and I'm at home by myself, just watching TV and I farted. So wait a second. Now are you talking about your geesh? Or your actual butthole? No, the crack. The like crack. The whole area. Well, the whole crack. The yeah, exhaust yeah, yeah. port. The exhaust the crevice. Port. Right. Yeah. So the trench. What I'm saying it's is called is the that, anal cleft. What I'm saying is <laughs> is that when you usually have hair there, it, it, it's a barrier enough that it lets everything escape. Okay. But when yeah. you don't, and your butt's closed oh, together, so the bubbles go. So the idea is that your butthole hair doesn't let your butt door slam shut. Right. It just lets it expel itself. But in this case... It's like having your toe in the door. I was so smooth that I had butt bubbles just moving up and down. <laughs> and so, I've never been so happy that nobody else was home. So was, was, it, so was it leaving trackage up the back of no, your, no, uh, no, your, no. your shirt there? I'm not shitting myself. It was, it was, it was just a fart. It know. was reverberating so through I, the canal. I have a little Manscaped story that happened just before I was leaving for the podcast. Oh, wonderful. Now, you mentioned 40 million satisfied men around the world. Yeah, right. Well... You can add to that one satisfied woman, because uh, I was, <laughs> as I was getting ready to leave for the podcast, better story, better who's story. getting ready to go down to Florida and probably go right. to the swimming pool and whatever, says, hey, you know, that manscaper thing works really well. No way. And I'm like, really? She's like. And you're like, let me see. Yeah. And I'm like, Get out of oh, here. it does work really well. <laughs> well. Would that be a ladyscaper at that point, though? Well, I'm just saying. Who if cares? you want to increase your sales. <laughs> if you want to increase your sales, that's a real good way to do it. We can go womanscaper, that's landscaper, personscaper, whatever you want right. to scaper. And again. It scaped her really well. <laughs> it scaped her down to the level of a 15 or 16 year old, I swear. I'll be leaving the podcast as soon as it's over. Right. <laughs> it was important business to tend to at home. Yeah. That's the, the, the thing was, what I was thinking was like, you know, the, that whole concept being like, okay, well, yeah, there are things that are off limits and we're going to try to make some of those things on limits again. Right. No, right? it is amazing how close, I mean, and like, I know we're, we're talking about, but yeah. like it is, it's, I, who would have thought that like that tech, like what changing one thing would change the way it works? Like it really doesn't snag your skin. Well, the, the end of the that, engineers the end of that. that blade is that's very called skin safe technology. Skin safe technology is what they okay. Call that. Well, whatever they call it, it works. So it it's cool. Works, man. Well, it does say not to use it without the guards on is the wrinkly SST? parts. On the wrinkly parts. No, the, part, the problem is the older you get, the more wrinkly parts you have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there aren't any parts that aren't wrinkled. <laughs> right. <laughs> It does make it easier to shave some things because you just pull them out and put them on the table. <laughs> I'm going to, I as I always have to be the, you know, the naysayer. Right, right. I did use it on my beard. And as you can see, it did work and everything. Yeah. But compared to like to my normal electric plug-in trimmer and everything, it didn't quite have the horsepower. But that's not really what this was designed for, for heavy beard shaving. I think if you're going to, if you want to take your beard off, dude, I shaved six pounds of hair off me and it still had battery left. Like, <laughs> no problem with the battery power. Great for, I got up my nose a little bit. I got the ear hair. I got a lot of things and, but yeah, I was very, I got proud. a lot of things. <laughs> I just generally just, in general, was this before generally. or after your wife used it? Uh, well, it was before, <laughs> but it's not like it's really big difference. I mean, I, yeah, 
Yeah. I think that picture up there sums it up right there. Uh, <laughs> my, my, face, yeah. my face is been blown. I said, yeah, that picture right there, that picture wraps it up for me. Uh, so he yeah. should become the grumpy sewer guy now. <laughs> yeah. It's not like my face hasn't been up. I am, I am absolutely telling you that there is that, there is that thing. Cause I mean, I have been, I've been grooming myself tip to tail for a very very long time it's one of those things i am a person who was the right age in the 90s when we pierced everything oh yeah, yeah. right i mean yep. at one point i had probably an extra nine and a half ounces of metal in my body mm -hmm. from holes i put in all parts of me nick there was this time <laughs> it, it was the early 90s and i was born then right exactly yeah. and and then it wasn't all about how many tattoos you could do it was as much metal as you could put in your face and then when your face was full you worked on your junk and then the tattoos were i come out to that they right. were tribal to show that you were fucking basically you were gonna right. put plates in your lips yeah. eventually gotcha. yeah. Yeah. yeah and the bottom of my dick looked like a machine. Yeah. At some point, I, I was like, know at some point, at some point, I was like, this is majestic. Oh. Right? And so, yeah, at some points, all the pieces of metal would touch each other, but then at other points, those pieces of metal would be very far apart. Did it make a sound? A lot of sound. And you yeah. had, you had what, like, like 18 inches to shave, right? Well, yeah, it's 14 inches. All okay. those pieces yeah. of metal would be very far apart. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And Fucking it, and Mr. Jingling. It was, and yeah. Um, there are, I can tell you guys, it is a factual thing that sometimes when you're like, I'm going to go run and do that thing, and you'd run, and something would fall out of your pants. Oh, and you'd be like, oh, that was like $14. Like, yeah, that was like 26 bucks worth of jewelry that just fell out of my pants. So, Phil, yeah. if somebody listening to this yeah. decides, hey, I would like to try this, what can Cleveland Moto offer these fine so, listeners? Yeah, so this is the silly thing. I mean, we're having a lot of fun with it right now, but right. honestly, this shit does work. So, uh, you know, it's a thing that if you're not doing it, then give it a shot. Right? Or if you need this particular device, yes. this is probably a better just one. Just keep in you. mind, 20% off. Yeah, okay, that's not an insignificant amount of money, but... I I can warn you, though, you might want to pack that shit away because now I got grandma in the house and I can handle my wife using it, but I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's it. Grandma's coming around, baby. Grandma or my 14-year-old daughter. They, I shit. will geofence that shit. I'm putting shit. it back yeah. in the box yeah. and it's going in my drawer for personal, you know, like you have to ask. Uh, a couple of things I do want to mention. 20% off and free shipping with you with our code. How do you get that? Cleveland Moto is the code Cleveland Moto. You're so looking, looking at the, the bottom podcast. of the screen right look now. At the bottom of the goddamn screen says Cleveland Moto, probably right in that area. Yep. At, Spelling and, counts. Yep. And exactly. But that's at manscaped.com. 20% off, absolutely free shipping, which we all know free shipping is the little cherry on top. Yep. Right. Free shipping just makes you feel better. I just ordered some shit for, for our uh, Shirai charger and I made it a point to get the free shipping because why? I felt like I was getting something for nothing. Right. Nothing. I like where it says, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And right tools for the job, apparently, not my 1957 Oster trimmers. Mm -mm. Right. Which the lights, every time I plug it in, the lights get darker in the bathroom. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. the way to go. Turns out living better with ceramic blade. What'd you call it? 
Skin safe technology. SST. And and the bootleg version, the bushwhacker. The bush not, not even good. not even a thing. <laughs> ah, 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 the bushwhackers, no no bueno. The uh not great. The bushwhackers is a guy who shows up at your house with an Australian accent. Yeah. With a string trimmer. With a string trimmer oh. and a machete. Or, yeah, that's it. Yeah. or Steve. Or Steve. Exactly. Just shows up and just like, fuck it, we're taking it all. Um but that is Steve had a staring contest with him. He just looked at it, it was like, fuck you, you're not coming near me. You're like, <laughs> Steve never did would not accept one. No, no, I think I think you did you know face yeah. trimmer. He's not going to go it. He's not going there. He He's against the concept. He personally chews off every hair. He right. doesn't trim yeah, it. That's exactly it. <laughs> he turns his cheeks inside out and chews the, cha- the hair on the outside of his face. Yeah. You can turn yeah. his into some kind of prize for Actually, well, we have talked about that. So what we are going to do is um, we have a little thing going on at the Moto Stories Lucky Phil yep. thing. If you guys have been watching, this last one with Oscar talking about Raven trying to smuggle the machine gun barrels into Mexico safety tip don't take machine guns or machine gun parts into mexico yeah if you watch this video moto stories lucky phil that steve and fernando put together if you watch this oscar does a beautiful job of telling people why it's an why it's a really bad idea well i just like the fact that people are like if the pictures did not accompany this right. i wouldn't have believed the story <laughs> so that was the well, I, have, I have one question okay fire away I, I listened to that yeah i thought it was excellent yeah and I told you that the background music made me want to throw up. I okay. don't know why. But, it's not, <laughs> fine. but I want to know yeah. what this means. Well, so, this means, so the, yeah. this means you're either on the nose or what we used to say is this is hush hush and on the down low. Yeah. So if you do a little finger to the side of your nose, that's like, this is a secret. Um, but Or it's information. Like it's okay, like, so this is on the down low? This, no. is, this is like you're on, on the, the nose. nose. So yeah, like, you're right. So that means you're right? Fair dinkum. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then right. this means... Just keep it to yourself. This is like, you know, this is like, hey. Like a tip. If somebody's giving you a tip. A secret tip. Yeah, Yeah. like if, hey, when you go to that bar, if you really want the good drinks. This also means, talk to the second bartender, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, also, I think I've seen like, Old timey Santa Claus is also yes. doing that. Lay his well, finger yeah. aside his nose. And yeah. in the late eighties, early nineties, when you were in the clubs and people yes. were near the bathrooms, right. they'd go like this. You'd but go that like meant this. something completely different. That was <laughs> if you got that signal from anybody. Uh, the problem sn- was that sneeze. signal was usually going to the guy behind you or the chick yeah. behind you, and you were like, "Yeah, okay." And you're like, "Somebody throw you that signal," and you'd be like, "I'm in," and then you realize really quickly you weren't that cool. Yeah, yeah be like, "No, not yeah. you." Your friend. I yeah. haven't I haven't been to the the like pickup bars in a long time, right? Because I'm no. I'm old and whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> how many it's times it, that happened to me? So many <laughs> fucking times where this girl's looking at me and I'm like, oh my god, this is it. Right. She's smiling and going like yeah. that, and I'm like, oh Woo! yeah. Yeah. And then the dude behind me walks up and goes and hugs her, and you're like completely dejected. Yeah, you're like, he's got he's got 19 little bags of blow in his pockets, right? Right. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, I, and he didn't I, look like a desert troll either. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dance my way over there. Like, yeah, hey. yeah. Gotta pull my best, you know, Z, Dr. Zemo impression, impersonation and work. Well, the my other way guy over. got there first because he just walked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna assure you, the number of times I have ended up in a strange bathroom with strange people <laughs> that involved white powder uh, again there's a price for using cocaine and it's well, the guy what, you're in the bathroom if with. if you're me. always hanging out yeah. in bakeries you're gonna fucking have flour fucking throwing around so that's just what yeah, there you go yep and it was just like fucking hollywood production of christmas story the uh <laughs> not not even that, joking 
This has nothing to do with that. How do we end up talking so much about the early 90s? <laughs> my, my wife baked me a loaf of bread today, yeah. and it totally imploded. So it was square <laughs> like this, yeah. but it was concave. Like, And was it mega dense? It, it was so, I mean, you can kill somebody with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, but still. It was like, <laughs> You know what? The first 400 bites fiber. weren't bad. <laughs> High He's fiber. like, one bite. No, it's only this. It was the, the loaf is supposed to be this tall. Right. It was this tall. No, what she made for you was a thing that they like to call a brick. brick. Yeah. <laughs> He's, still, brick. He's still chewing the first bite. <laughs> got down yet. Yeah. If you would have thrown some sugar in there, it would have been a Lorna Dune. <laughs> the world's worst cookie. Yeah. Oh, I, au contraire. I love Lorna I Dune. I love Lorna Dunes also. Whoa, whoa. He's allowed to. He's Scottish. Yeah. Just short You're just bread. old. I'm I'm just a Janus. <laughs> you like you like the hard candies that old ladies. Do you know what I like the, the best there, Steve? I like those Werther's originals. <laughs> those are good. You know, yes. you don't take your dental work out or anything. Just a little treat. A little treat oh, once in a while. I love black horse? licorice, please. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. You're like, oh my I God. like black licorice. You. you probably like um, fennel. What's the matter with Werther's? I like fennel also. Oh, I'm Italian. I love fennel. But yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I just like a nice anise, anise biscuit. <laughs> give me a give me a good give me a nice pizzelle and I'm happy. Oh, I'll tell you. Keeps I'm the mail more out of a pizzelle. My dad married into a Sicilian family, and my dad's a Scottish guy, right? Scottish as fuck. Like like literally his. His father's name, my grandfather's name is Charles Wallace Waters. Hmm. When you put Wallace anywhere in a name. Wallace. So anyway, my dad marries into a Sicilian family. That dude became the Sopranos overnight. <laughs> you thought my dad was like G fucking John Paul Gotti instantly. <laughs> the he, fuck you looking at? Yeah. He married his way into like mafioso. It was hilarious to see a giant, obviously Scottish person pretending to be Sicilian. <laughs> <laughs> my whole fucking life. But you know what happens, man? That's code for it's not cool. I moved to yeah. New York for about a year, yeah. many, many years ago to Start live. Start talking like an asshole? Dude, <laughs> I, I lived on Staten Island with a bunch of fucking this Staten Island scumbags. You mean and, guineas? Oh, yeah, yeah. And six <laughs> months into it, I swear I was going like, to forget about it. Like, I was embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> Seriously God. embarrassing, man. Like, oh. if I could go back and kick my own ass back then, I'd do it. I really would. <laughs> And we're not saying that it's, we're not saying that these are stupid people. No. But we're saying that they have a cultural, there's a cultural dialect, dialect there. Let me, let me tell you yeah. something. So there was a, there's a nightclub on Staten Island, at least back then called yeah. Hips, right? And so they were like, we're going to go to this, this, and this club, whatever. And there's like three cars in the parking lot and you walk in and it's like a horrible strip club. And there's like two 70 year old ladies with gunshot wounds on the pole. I'm like, why would you bring me here? Right. And then they opened the door and we walked in the back. Yeah. And then there was 500 guys playing poker and then hot right. girls. Exactly. And I was like, oh. Oh, you okay. got to go in the back. Yeah, yeah. Right. I didn't know about that. The it front was... is just the staging area. And basically, yeah. to answer your question, Steve, to bring it all around, when I was like, what's going on here? The guy did the, go through <laughs> the back door. <laughs> ah, that's good. And I, I was watching Some Like It Hot. Okay. With, uh, with, with Marilyn Tony. Monroe. No, it was Tony Curtis, and no. uh, was she in that, too? I don't yeah, know. I that's kind of her jam. Okay, so I, I only saw, like, 15 minutes. You're watching Something Like It Hot. You mean with Marilyn Monroe? No, no, no Tony Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the only, the only part Three I saw. Three stars. 
It's a fucking great movie. <laughs> Nick, Nick has no idea about anything we're talking about right now. <laughs> I only saw a very like you tiny might part be of saying it. you watched the Wiggles and like like all right, yeah. Whatever. I thought this was a motorcycle podcast. <laughs> you didn't get to that. Look, I don't, I don't know what motor- I signed up. Nick what a already joke. fixed the motorcycle. Right, I did, right? yeah. but he already wrenched on the bike. You yeah. guys can finish the story. It's okay. We'll finish the whole fucking podcast. All right, so you're watching Tony Curtis. But that it just reminded me of that because they had a funeral. And you had to say, I'm coming to grandma's funeral. And then they opened the door yeah. and they went to the back room right. and they had that yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. party going on in the back. And, and then they Well, there had- was a giant fence behind this place and it just looked like, I don't know, like a backyard fence. But that's where there was all Cadillacs parked. The whole fucking yeah. back was like <laughs> yeah. 50 Cadillacs back there. It was interesting, man. It's, uh, to go back to a slightly motorcycle-related topic, um, our, governor, um, our governor just decided that... Um, by June 2nd, that, that he's going to stop the COVID restrictions. Okay, so now this is the thing that we want to bring up for one important reason. Because AMA Vintage Days, long may she reign, right? Um, as I like to call Valhalla, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, yeah, us. I mean, literally, it's man camp. AMA Vintage Days, the coolest place on the face of the goddamn earth. Well, yeah, we, 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 we yeah. Because this is happening, this is real. There are a lot of people on the AMA Vintage Days Facebook forum that are very concerned about uh, Mid Ohio's track policies and stuff that say that you must be wearing a mask anywhere on the property, all 93,000 acres of it. Um, even if you're indoors, if you're outdoors, if you're making out with a guy in the toilet, whatever, you got to wear a mask and social distance. But these are same people that are very concerned about the fact that there might be mud. Again, right. yes. Okay. So let's just set your mind at ease. If you have not yet attended AMA Vintage Days, you fucking should. I know that this might be a little different than previous years. I like the way I like the way Steve. I thought it was my eyes. Okay, Sleepy made the squeaky noise, and Hoffer looked at his glass like, "What the fuck is going on in there?" <laughs> I thought my eyes was squeaking. Yeah, no, actually, he's just a bourbon ventriloquist. <laughs> it's so good. It's the sound of quality. Uh. So, yes. So this year, AMA Vintage Days is going to happen. It will be there in all of its glory. Um, you do need to, and I have to stress this, guys, go on fucking line and buy your tickets. All right. Because we don't know exactly what the rules are going to be, whether you're not, you're going to be buy a, I'm sorry, be able to buy tickets at the gate. So go to AMA Vintage Days, go to dot com. Like, Wow. 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 You know we're vaccinated. He's wow. going to wow. Holy what, what's shit. What's the proof on this? It's got to be a hundred, uh, right? Yeah, we're, we're safe from COVID. Yeah. No, I wasn't worried about that. I just want to know. It's important when you buy whiskey. Yeah. You want it to be higher proof. Of course. So you don't want to pay for water. You want yeah, to pay right. for whiskey. Mm-hmm. Best advice ever. <laughs> That's pretty good. It is good. Wild turkey over 100 really is the best good. thing in the world. For, this they is make, delicious. They make great beer. But oh, that's not just whiskey. Oh, Granddad 114. More, that's almost, that's got something else going on yeah, with it. Let's, like let's, some carbonly, like, it's almost. It's all over the place, but it's delicious. But our family, our new best friend, and it's going to hit the podcast The other Chris month. Smith. The yeah, other Chris Smith. Yeah. Thank you, sir. to the other Chris Smith. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris Smith, too. <laughs> Fuck this guy. All yeah, I know is. <laughs> now, okay. Now, we all know that somewhere on the planet, there's another Phil Waters. I've Googled him. Somewhere on the planet, there might even be another Nicholas DeVito. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Very common Italian name, right? I dated one. 
<laughs> but Chris Smith is a name that you've been taking shots for your entire life. Right. Indeed. At least for sure every December 25th. Yeah. Right? Now, or whenever I walk into your shop. Also true. <laughs> we don't ever let that die, do we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, but so you've got a brethren. you got a, another person that has lived with the Chris Smith, the mantle, who's carried the mantle of being Chris Smith. And fucking... <laughs> I love that you still giggle when oh, I yeah. say Christmas. <laughs> you just have to get just the right bit of Mike Tyson in there. If you get just the right about Mike Tyson, you can get away with a good Christmas. So speaking of this Christmas, <laughs> it mixed the last two. <laughs> it's a shame that there's no mods versus rockers because Chris is rocking the mod hair. Look at this fucking guy. He's, oh, this, yeah. He needs to be on a goddamn Lambrano. Quadrophenia. Yeah, that was a Quadrophenia haircut <laughs> if I ever saw one. Yeah. That dude needs to be on a 63 Lambretta hard. Chicks dig these sideburns. <laughs> you come in with those sideburns and somebody gives you 16 mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. It's just game on. Who do we give these to? That guy. He's that got sideburns. Guy, yeah. yeah. Right on. At one point, I had my sideburns all the way down to my beard. They, they, were, they locked in? They you touched. did the Lemmy? Yeah. Nice. I appreciate a good Lemmy cut. So uh, there's another podcast out there. You guys know there, there are other podcasts. It's not just this that. one. Never I heard about it. Fucking weird, man. So, Copycat. Yeah. So fuckers. we fixed the Misfits Broken Top ten list. Yes, we did. And they they go back in retrospect, and they are like, oh, well, you know, we really meant it was the most influential, or we meant it was the most, you know. Uh, oh, you mean you're actually going to have like specific categories? Oh no, like that was- the fucking horse is long left the barn now. Well. So no reason to close that door at the moment. I think we paid enough attention to that. But our friend Pete. Pete, our friend who we did the AIM Expo with, Pete, who plays the best ever version of Alice's Restaurant I've ever heard live. In oh, a, yeah. And we were in a funeral home, a.k.a. Airbnb. Right. A dilapidated, restored oh, funeral yeah, home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, indeed. I remember that, yeah. That dude fucking pulled out his guitar and rocked the living piss out of it. The whole fucking song. The he whole did thing. The whole Alice's ref, re, Restaurant, all the refrains, everything. I didn't even it. put it together. So very cool, guys. Amazing. Really fun Sweetie to hang out Sweetie and Pete are top-notch in my book. But they're completely fucking wrong with what they said on well, the thing. Well, yeah. Okay, they're okay. cool, but fuck them. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that's what they said about us. Fuck them. Well, but again, well, yeah. again. Well, well, who's right, though? We but are. The point is. Are we honest. in a fucking contest now? They just showed fucking us how wrong they were. That's all they did. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Smith has notes on this. Yeah. Well, again, one of my favorite Types. things about listening to the podcast, listening to the right. NoCo podcast, because you have to listen to the NoCo Moto podcast. They did a better job of shitting on us. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, John Mecklefresh, who loves to get shit on. You do. You love I like negative feedback. You sure. paid for it. Yeah. Right. John loves getting negative feedback. He does. He is truly a masochist when it comes to. He's he's one of the few that appreciates a proper Cleveland steamer. I know he's you're being honest. Straight I know you're it. being honest. Absolutely. And Pete Pete felt very strongly. And so yep. We okay. So we love Pete. Pete was wrong about a lot of things in that, and it's okay, but Pete's been wrong before, and he knows it. But one of the things that I thought was really clever or really interesting about Pete's review of us, because, okay, yeah, I'm not going to suck the Britain's dick just because everyone else sucks the Britain's dick. That's fine. We're allowed to have an alternative opinion when it comes to something in a category that has no goddamn rules. And we're right. right. And we're right. Yeah. But anyway, but I digress. So, you know that motorcycle I just put up on the screen up there? Right. That's the motorcycle that we said was... Beautiful, exotic, strange, lovely. One of the first Undertale exhausts that made everybody wet. Just very pretty. And so as much as then Pete, our friend Pete, Pete, we love Pete. 
We drank beers on the roof with Pete yep. all night long. Oh, yeah. We but almost fell off the roof. <laughs> we actually did almost fall off the roof with Pete all yeah. and Swiggy all night long. But here's the crazy thing. Right after he got done shitting on us, mm-hmm. and he was pretty upset about it. Oh, right. But right after he got done, you listen to their podcast. You can hear the anger in his voice. We did him wrong. Oh, we have to fight him now. Well, but right after he did that <laughs> and he got all done, literally throwing shit on top of us hard. Then he went on a one and a half hour diatribe about how this bike is the greatest bike in the goddamn world. What the hell is that? It's kind of the same fucking bike with a smaller motor. Yeah. And it has a worse fairing. It yeah, does have a worse fairing. Kind of weird. What is that fucking top thing? Like it looks, uh, it's suffering from a little bit of Ducati syndrome. Well, that, but like that, there's know. an air dam on the windshield. Like, so there's a windshield and then in case you were looking through the windshield, they put something up. You couldn't look through yeah. on the other side of the windshield. It's, like, a, it's like an F1. Wait, it was a super. Exactly. Yeah. It's a super Veloce MV Augusta, and it's got oh, an 800 cc motor, and it's a triple. So it is all those things. But well, it's the a point triple. Being, so what year all, did this come out? Because I'm not okay. Brand new. Uh, okay. That, well, yeah, brand new. I'm not familiar with a brand new. Brand bike. new. Yeah. So I guess my point would be, it is interesting that the thing he was the pissed off most about, right? The pissed off most about was the thing. Then, then exactly 45 minutes later, half an hour later, he then proceeded to say, literally, the best bike in the world. Which is just like this. This is which probably, is literally a well, slightly newer version of the bike we talked about. And, a smaller and, motor. And, and, and was that the category? The best bike in the world. They have a segment in their podcast. That category called, was Britain is the best Britain ever built. Right. Right. <laughs> is well, what no, that category would but have in been. Pete's, but in that Pete's, narrows it down. But in Pete's in Pete's world, in his podcast, they have a thing called best bike of the week. Best bike in the world this week and worst bike in the world this week. Okay. Oh. But and that's the thing, thing that they okay. do. And that's but, fine. But it's they can't wonderful. fuck with us too much because the DNA of our bike is fucking spattered all over the fucking mother of this bike. Yeah. Like not only did our bike fuck the mother of this bike, but well, it yes. also shot loads all right. over her. Like, so it, I'm going to leave the picture of the bike we chose up there because yeah. it's prettier. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. 100%. Yeah. It has. This the, one has a better color scheme. <laughs> and this one has lines that make sense. Well, this is the Ago. Right. So first of all, the the super veloce the super ligero the yeah. super late you know eight eight hundred and that's a that's a class that exists now it's very popular in GP racing and stuff but this is the only one that is made for Agostini so around here Agostini carries a little bit of weight and Agostini and MV Augusta they go hand in hand together and yes Britain is an amazing fucking story I'm not saying it's not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the Britain for what it is, which is, you know, uh, rocking horse shit, which is like, you know, uh, it had carbon fiber forks. Man. It had all kinds of cool shit and it was great. And it's what it is. And that's beautiful. And it is a funky, weird, funky bike. It's very swoopy. It is all those things, <laughs> but it's not something that I'm going to be in like, okay. And honestly, there is a little bit of, if everybody's going to zig, I got to zag a little, you know, I can't just zig with everybody and just be like, you're right. Toyota to sell. Absolutely, the car to fucking well, let's, have. Let's do this because they sold more of them. Let's think know? about that. I yeah. challenge everybody to a passport versus CT ninety showdown. No, but anybody oh, who yeah, wants to yeah. come up against me, right? I challenge you. You want to ride around the world? Let's do it. But I'm sorry, you want to have a sprint? It, you want to have a race? You want to have anything you want to do? It doesn't on your have passport? leg shields. Well, here's it, the no. Thing. It has it has a chain it guard. has a crash guard that if you took a piece of yeah. fucking cardboard and put it there, it would be. I vicious. think Richard Branson threw one off a roof and still rode it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but let me let me say yeah. this. So either this bike or the one that Noco picked doesn't yeah. matter, right? Right. Yeah. 
um, and the Britain. You put them all, you're talking performance probably off from each other by points of a second, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're, all mean, they're all ridiculous. good bikes, right? None of them can haul my beer belly, so fuck no, them all. No, but check this out. <laughs> Take all three of those bikes and put yeah. them on a fashion <sighs> runway runway. Right, right, right. And let, let all these fucking like snooty ass fucking fashion people tell me the Britain is not winning. Oh, yes, There's it is. Oh, yes, No it is. fucking way, Yes, dude. it is. Look the at Britain the Britain is for that type of person. No, it's not. And the who's, the who's type the of people judge? who like the Britain are the snooty patooties. No, no, wait, because the Britain was all about performance. Shows. The type of people that like the Britain oh, gotcha. are the studi- snooty patooties yeah, that like that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Probably haven't even ridden a bike before. Yeah, kind of, yeah, I oh, get you. Oh, God, that thing is awful. Again, I'm, I'm going to throw it up. I mean, okay, I use Ugh. the term throw it up lightly. It's not awful. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> story. It, it's performance-wise. I'm going to vomit great. it up on the screen. just look at it. Again, keep in mind, remember, <laughs> okay, just remember that this was... The blue exhaust looks like a fucking bound up intestine. It yes, it does. That looks like yes. somebody's small intestine hanging right. off the side of the bike. And remember that this was a period of time... Period is correct. <laughs> this was a menstruation of time when we had... You okay there? Don't die, Steve. <laughs> Chest thump. What killed him? The word menstruation. The... Uh, <laughs> Wrong pipe. <laughs> so there was a thing called. You are bat- correct. That is the wrong pipe on that bike. <laughs> there was a there was a thing called the Battle of the Twin series, and the Battle of the Twin series was basically a way to let Ducati have some clout in the racing world because they were kind of being out teched in a lot of other things. So they created this race called the BOTS Battle of the Twins, and it was a way to give big honk and V twins. And so yes, Harley Davidson had a VR one thousand. And there were a lot of bikes that had these V-twin. 1,000 cc's was the rule. Had to be 1,000 cc's and had to be a V-twin. And in some racing leagues, they would let the 1,000 cc V-twins play along with the 600 cc inline fours. That should tell you something. Okay. But in Battle of the Twins, it was like we're going to create a playground where the V-twins can go out and uh, put asses in seats. Or we're going to give a marketing department something to run with by creating the Battle of the Twins series. And yes, the Britain, the Britain bike, this bike, was built specifically for that part of racing. And you know they do put the slower kids in with the regular kids now. Well, and there's the, there's the there is that thing about like when four stroke dirt bikes came out, you could run a much 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 bigger four stroke dirt bike CC wise against a two fifty two right. stroke right. And there was always like this leveling of the playing field to compensate for different technologies. Here, if 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 anybody wants to defend this bike and say it's the best, defend that front fender. That's all I have to say. Defend it. Look at that fucking front. It looks like a skin flap. It looks like somebody cut somebody's back off and stapled it to the front of the bike. And and keep in mind that saying anything at all against the Briton is strong fucking heresy. I don't care. I mean, I, I do get it. But the point being that this is extremely hallowed ground. And that's a tough thing. I mean, that's a really, really big deal. And when we think <clears throat> about... and. Because I was at my sort of my peak of I was riding motorcycles, I was racing motorcycles when the battles of the when the Battle of the Twin series existed and it was in its heyday, then yeah, it's absolutely let me, like let me ask you this. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> if this was such a groundbreaking, ridiculous bike, which I mean it, it doesn't suck, right? right? It's fine, it's it's good. We know it rides whatever. That's yes, fine. Absolutely. But why hasn't there been a new like, I know he died, but yeah, I'm I was saying, gonna say there's a little bit of something no, about it. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm saying why hasn't somebody else glommed onto the technology and created something that looks almost kinda like that? Right. 
and 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 it's gone forward. If it was that great, if it was that groundbreaking, it was the best bike in the world. There'd be seventeen Chinese versions right. of it, twenty-seven, you know, other versions. And we have to acknowledge that the Battle of the Twin series was a bit of a marketing bone that got thrown to the V Twin culture. Up on the screen right now is a uh, Moto, Moto Guzzi. Guzzi. Yeah. So a Moto Guzzi eleven hundred CC bike that qualified for that racing and. I'm going to tell you something. I love Moto Guzzi's. You cut me. I bleed Moto Guzzi. I've built Moto Guzzi's from the fucking frame up. I know a lot about Moto Guzzi's, but from 1990 to 1997, yes, they had Moto Guzzi's in the Battle of the Twins series. And I'm going to call your attention to something. They weren't the high-tech, cutting-edge racing machines that you think they might be, because one, get out... It was a fucking Moto Guzzi. Right. And it is literally like polishing a turd to a certain degree. It's like saying, here, check this out. This is from the Italian space program. Right. <laughs> they don't fucking have one right. for a reason, man. Right. Well, that, so, that whole genre of bikes to me stay in your is fucking dead lane. to me. Yeah. Because well, I couldn't <laughs> give a shit about any of those bikes. I mean, right. any anything like that, but I'm not into it. Yeah. So I really don't care. And right. if you tell me an MV Augusto or a... Britain or a right. whatever, a Jixer 750. I right. feel like yeah, we've just been tricked into playing get paying lip service to the Britain again. Exactly, right. right. I, that's all it is. Right. I just like the idea of, of Italians going to like the space. They'd be like, so we want to go to Mars, right? Yeah. Do they have a, a wine there? No. Do they have uh, sexy women? No. Cheese? No. Why the fuck How do you want to go there? My mom is not coming. How am I going to eat? There's no sauce. They have no sauce on the Mars. I'm going to say, I, I totally get it. And look, man, yes, an honorable mention in that category. An honorable mention that I completely agree with in the bonkers, it was a race bike for one day category. Uh, or it was a bonkers race bike for a little while, was the VR1000 from Harley Davidson. Oh, dude, there's one for sale right now. Yeah. For $50,000 with one mile on it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Go, go get right. it. Again. Yeah. I don't I, want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Because like anything that's Harley Davidson competition grade, it broke on the way to the starting line. <laughs> right. So there is a video of these guys. I'm not joking. The fucking thing broke on the way to the starting line. No, no, I was no. watching the race. No, but there's a, yeah. there's a video of the guys selling yeah. it for 50,000 bucks and they supposedly had a buyer, but it had a start. Right. And so like they were there and they worked on it for like, Three days, and then it took them like two hours, and they finally fired it up. I'm like, see, it runs. We're good. So they had to build a couple of these. Um, they had to build a couple for homologation. Um, yeah. And so the young lady is sitting on <laughs> yeah. one of there the only go. ones, one of the only ones that exists in the world with turn signals and is DOT approved and, and is legal for street use. But so the VR1000, I think, is a candidate that is like, okay, if the Britain is wacky and like a Citroen car where it's just things are weird and they don't add up and, you know. It's just, it yeah, is what it DS is. But DS21. I love DS21. Yes, but, but what do we know about any DS? So what we know about Citroen, any DS in the world, everything on it is fucking weird. Okay, you're like, okay, how many lug nuts does it have? Three, right? On um, the left. Right. How many, <laughs> how many spokes are in the steering wheel? One, right? How do you shift it? Well, you, you take the avocado and you twist it to the <laughs> left and you push it in. Like... <laughs> Citroens are fucking weird cars. I've owned two of them. They're bizarro cars. And I love them because they're so fucking weird and they're so exotic and shit like that. And yes, if we were talking about weirdo freak show cars, a DS, a Citroen DS is one of the most beautiful cars ever. And every time it appears in a James Bond movie, 
there's a bad guy driving it. I mean, it's guaranteed. <laughs> like whoever shows up in a Citroen DS is like the sexiest fucking criminal you've ever met in your life. Fifty-eight thousand. Yeah. Fifty-eight thousand dollars for a nineteen ninety-four Harley Davidson V Rod, or I'm sorry, VR one thousand. But he's so, lovable, like like Jaws. Yeah. Of course, like, like Jaws. you, like you want to exactly. give Jaws a big hug. You do. Jaws okay. needs a big hug. Jaws from the James Bond series. James Bond is a spy. In case Nick was wondering, there's a spy from Britain. And, uh, yeah, one of his adversaries was a gentleman of massive stature who and, had metal teeth. And James Bond died after Sean Connery. Just he saying. did, yeah, mm. just so you know, right? Yeah, the real James Bond died after Sean Connery. You mean what's his name isn't really James Bond? Oh, you mean no. Pierce Brosnan? I have no idea. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis or Craig or whatever. Oh, so anyway, so for the people who are pissed off and everything else, <laughs> yes, I will give an honorable mention to the VR1000, especially if it's in the orange and black paint scheme where the right side of the motorcycle is orange and the left side of the motorcycle is black. That's brilliant, though. Well, that just stripe, plays yeah. hell on the announcer. Well, oh, that or so the guy who's the radio announcer is just going to be like, all right, coming up on the inside is going to be... Fuck! Did he change bikes? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I just thought that. It's, it's it's completely orange on one side, and it is completely and black on the other no, side. Yeah, it's right. perfect. It's like, yeah. well, like yeah. when you pass a cop, you can go, only go that way right. once, right. exactly. And then you come back. Come like, back. Oh, we're looking way. for a black sport bike, and yeah. then you're like, "Hey, it's nope, fucking orange." orange what's up? I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so there we go. VR1000. And for people who felt that there needed to be a little bit of Britain in the VR1000, oh. you can get <laughs> the Buell S1. So there's a Buell S1 that's done with what? Blue. Blue exhaust pipes. headers. Yay. So you can, you know, tribute John Britton or tribute. But, but the, 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 the Buell is, it, the guts are way less cramped and fucked up. Well, that was a tribute bike anyway. But yeah. anyway, I digress. So that was our thing. And uh, Chris, did, did you have some notes on this? Is, well, was that going on there? So I'm curious. I, I, I listened to as much as I could. <laughs> and uh their humble moderator started out i by listened saying, to every disgusting sick disturbing minute three times there you go more power to you mm-hmm. so he had he had said that he had just gotten out of the hospital f- with covid he had covid and uh, like three days after getting his vaccine yeah oh. so mm-hmm. i i attribute he a got lot it of from what, the vaccine so i <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> i attribute a lot of what he said to uh, a bad case of COVID fog. COVID delirium? <laughs> yeah. So he, he was a little interested in a lot of hyperbole there because he said about the Cub, he said, fortunes have been won and lost based on people riding these things across town. Really? What? People have given birth on Honda Cubs. Honda Cub has brought life-saving organs to hospitals. That may be true. Yeah, down yeah, in like yeah, South America. Yeah, or but probably like not. And then, then last he said there are entire economies based on the Honda Cub. I thought, oh my god, this, very this guy f- really right. is having COVID fog. Well, but very few of those things are actually true. But one thing that is goddamn true is you cannot open up a goddamn letter in Australia. Without a Trail 90 or a Trail 110, bringing it to your fucking door. Because it's a fucking posty bike. But the opposite of life-saving medicines and Um, life-saving all kinds of stuff has been delivered by posty bikes all through Australia. Absolutely, yeah. For decades. Which is a cub. So... So my my thought was I mean, that old yeah. old Squidward and uh, Ruprecht the Monkey Boy were, were were having a lot of fun with themselves um, that we didn't see. And his overused word of the day was homologated. So, okay, well, once yeah, I've I, once I've heard it for the fourteenth time, I said, you know, uh, flip the page in your dictionary there, Charlie. 
Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Say that. That. Getting feisty. Yeah, Listen, very, very feisty. feisty. Yeah, very yes. feisty. It just begun. Oh, oh, oh he's got. Uh, that's only the first sentence. <laughs> that was the introduction. That was the prelogue. Carry on. The prologue. That yeah. wasn't the joke. <laughs> oh, you want to hear a joke? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I hear a joke. So Mickey Mouse is in the middle of a nasty divorce with Minnie Mouse. Mickey spoke to the judge about a separation. I'm sorry, Mickey, but I can't legally separate you two on the grounds that me- Minnie is mentally insane, said the judge. Mickey replied, I didn't say she was mentally insane. I said she's fucking goofy. That is good. I like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, that, I mean that's that's about the coolest thing in the fucking world right there. Yeah. The uh, but I will say this when it comes to in the discussion about our point was this we are not taking anything away from the cub or any of its 93 million variants. The point being, it's simply a badge change, right? To take you to any of the 9 million variants, right? Everything from a 50 CC to whatever CCs you want to have. But when it comes to doing something a little more intense than getting your ass to your job. I don't want the cub anymore. I want the trail 90 or any of its variants. I want the different frame. I want the different tires. And I know that you guys, Swiggy and Swiggy and Pete took a lot of fucking, they had a lot of fun tearing apart the dual range transmission saying it's so just simplistic another thing to go wrong here's what i can assure it's you never gone wrong it has never gone wrong never gone wrong and if you want to if you want to suggest that maybe we don't have any experience with this these I've are owned no less than six of them right. i mean exactly and worked on dozens more and would you say that you put a normal amount of stress on a motorcycle an extreme amount of stress <laughs> right. on them and i've seen video of you pulling your child on a sled oh, no. around your backyard and john snow. was with me when we pulled an actual truck oh with <laughs> a trail 90 no it might have been my trail 110 low 110, range it was my trail 110 with low range yep. we pulled a legit goddamn truck at mid ohio because of low range yeah and you know what it never accidentally broke. It wasn't something you could accidentally hit with your foot. It wasn't something that would go into gear at the wrong time. It doesn't pop out. It doesn't pop it's out a, ever. Do, well, the comparison between yeah. the, that low range, every simplistic that low it. range device, yeah. and a CBR nine hundred, right? Uh, additional like right angle transmission, right? Is that's not even a comparison. Those two, those two things aren't even anything like each other. No, not even close. So I guess ultimately what my statement is, is I understand that we all have to worship at the altar of Britain. I understand we have to worship at the altar of the cub. But my point is at Cleveland Moto Podcast, don't. we don't just step up and take the wafer. We question <laughs> things, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We question it and we go like, come on, dude. Like, check that shit out. That shit's wild. That shit's awesome. That right there is what you can do with the Trail 90. Okay? That shit's bonkers. It, it doesn't have a front wheel. Yeah, not it's, yet it it's doesn't. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> but yeah. it's also That's like where the ski thing. goes. The, yeah. the comparison to me, too, is like, okay, so you have an F-150 sure. and an F-350. Sure. Well, okay, so they're 
Similar. They're similar. Exactly. But if you had the choice, what would you get? You'd get a 350 because it can carry a ton and it could do everything an F-150 can do. Exactly. And is the F-150 the most produced vehicle on planet Earth it right is. now? It and is. So this, it absolutely that's is. A, that's a valid right. comparison. Right. So right. You, you have something that has the same functionality right. as it has enhanced yeah. functionality. Exactly. But which, right. Which one is better? Right. I believe yeah. I believe the F one fifty with four wheel drive or the F two fifty with four wheel drive or the F three fifty with four wheel drive is better than that Essex powered F one fifty V six short cab you know that I have in front of the building right now. And I have a little bit of authority on that subject too. And yeah. the question wasn't what is the most economical. It wasn't no. what is the you know most no. sold or anything. It was right. what is the best. And it, yeah. we took it as categories because yeah. there was no other way to and take it. And of course, it. if we wanted to get in line with every motorcycle magazine that's ever been goddamn produced, what would we say? Well, the best motorcycle in the world is the Honda Cub. But isn't that fucking boring? Yeah. Didn't that fucking get tired your 275 articles ago? Aren't you sick of picking up whatever the fucking magazine or ADV writer or whatever the fuck it is and reading another top 10 list that tells you all about the Cub and tells you all about the CB750? I thought we would put our approach on it, which is saying, you know what? Enough of that shit. Let's appreciate going a little bit deeper. Let's not just scratch the surface. We're not doing a podcast for fucking idiots here. We're doing a podcast for people who aren't afraid to wrench on their bike or work on their bike or whatever. Or have interest in, interest in but, that. Okay. But also, yeah. it's it's a matter of economy. Okay. So you can look at cars. Right. Is a Model T or whatever. Okay, is a Camry better than a Bugatti? Right. Well, no. <laughs> no. They sell a lot more Camrys. Because it's utilitarian, people can afford it. Right. I mean, it lasts. More, more people can can use it yeah. for what they do in everyday life. But yeah, I mean, and maybe the like a Bugatti's not the best, of course not uh, thing. But maybe uh, some type of four wheel drive, what you know, crossover or something, or a high ace van, which I would say is the best vehicle <laughs> in the whole world. But you know, I mean, something because like that. it can do it can do something it can do something that a Toyota uh, Hilux can do. But now bring seven of your friends, mm-hmm. right? Right. So uh, here's a question for you. Do you have a Honda Passport 70? Yes. Okay. Have, have you ever had a Passport 70? I've never owned one. But we've but done I, a I lot of fucking around with them. them right? Dozens of them. Right. So we have a certain amount of experience with Passport 70s around this table. I have five of them. Exactly. So we know. But you also have a Simba. Now, hold on a second. Oh. Yeah, let's take this just one small step further. Let's take it away from being the generic what something would get published in cycle world magazine perhaps raise your hand at this table if you would rather have the honda cub super cub 70 than a trail 110 now raise your hand if you'd rather have a trail 110 than a cub 70 right okay so i'd rather have a trail 110 than a cub or Super Cub 70. As much as I love that bike, if I had to take my choice between that bike and its brother, the Trail 125, I'm probably going to choose the Trail 125. Well, you will be getting one soon enough. That exactly. bike is a Super Cub, which is a 125. This is my point. Right. Fuel well, injection. What was the... What but, was the but, but that bike versus a Trail 125 that is... A fuel injected... The, the Hunter so, Carb or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think we can, we yeah. can discount this. Right. What was the largest capacity that a classic Super Cub came in? Was it 110 or was it 90? 90. 90? 90? Yeah. yeah. 90. It was in this country. 
in this country. Well, in the With, world. Um, leading link suspension? Mm, no, no. No, not necessarily. No, because you can go, we can go telescopic um, because even in telescopic suspension for a cub or a super cub, uh, I don't think in our country we did see anything over one uh, ninety cc's. We didn't see any telescopic uh, suspension until the Simba. So the Simba came through, which is another. That's again, right? Simba SYM Sanyang Motor Company is not a part of Honda. That is uh, its own company. Which the Simba, yeah, is one ten. One ten. Yep, it's one ten. Has as much power as that one twenty five. It absolutely does. Yep, guaranteed. Right, and it's not a Honda. It is in the shape. It looks exactly cub. like a Super Cub. Yep. It's got four-speed transmission. As we found out the hard way, though, the parts off the Super Cub don't fit on the Simba. No. <laughs> they are enough different that there is not cross-brand does a, homogeny. Does a, does I did get Simba? a basket to fit, though. What's that? I did get the front basket to yeah, fit. Yeah, but that took a little bit it of did. engineering. It yeah, did. Yeah. Does a Simba look more like this yeah. or more like a Classic Cub? No, it's classic. Like a classic. classic. Yeah, more it's like a, a classic spin cub. image of the Classic yeah. Cub, yeah. Except for a telescopic front fort, right? Yeah. And everything else, right? and exactly. nothing fits in that stupid, like uh, the stupid uh, speedometer that sticks out like on an extra speedometer. It's like two stacks, <laughs> oh, yeah, literally two speedometers put together. So when you look at a, a Simba, so these are Simbas. We're yeah. gonna pull up the Simbas. Okay. So now you can understand that a Sim Simba 110 cc's is even available in uh, in colors that are very much akin to a Honda. So you see, that's a Honda. I mean, sorry, this is a Simba. See the Simba? So Enjoy the Simba? I think it's so hilarious that? because a that's Simba a Honda. Okay, cub. so, oh, yeah, yeah. right. And see that? That's a Simba, right? Yep. So that's a Simba. I see that? That's a Simba parked next to a Honda. Yep. Right? Bonus points because it's parked next to a Bajaj. All right, so now <laughs> we, we can see that the Simba 100, so the Simba 100 is this bike that is absolutely a clone of a Honda Cub. Yeah, we know that. No shit. They called it Simba for fuck's sake. Come on, get with the program. But that being said, I would still oh. rather have... Did that just land? Oh. <laughs> Did that just land? Yeah. Did it really just land? Yes. Wow. All the years of hearing Simba, you do smoke weed. Fucking put it together, dude. <laughs> Lion King, you didn't get the whole uh, Lion King I thing. Didn't. Uh, right into right uh, now, man. Right now. <laughs> Holy shit. And what I would like to say is that, yes, they did mention quite frequently. Um, <laughs> Pete mentioned he was like, yeah, the chain is completely enclosed. It is maintenance free, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is not maintenance free. It is it's enclosed. It's not oiled. Either. It's not oiled. Yeah. It's not visible. It's not in a right. bath of it, oil. Unless your seal is leaking and it's dripping on the, right. the gear, it's it is not, not oiled. All it is, it is just a regular chain put in a plastic or semi-plastic metal housing. That's all it is. And bump that chain case one time, and then try to ever get it straightened out <laughs> that, that so it does not rub against the chain. Raise your hand if you have taken the chain case off of a Honda variant uh, Cub. Yes, I have done it many fucking times. As soon as it gets bent, it right. scrapes the whole time. Yours came that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can tell you, having owned many of them, that that is one of the first upgrades that you do is you get rid of that fucking chain case. Take at least the bottom off. Right. And because it makes it really fucking hard to adjust the chain, too. So they put a little hole in it so you could adjust the chain. And honestly... And you, to oil the chain too. How, yes. I mean, you have to I'm oil it tell through you, the hole. I'm going to tell you, putting you know, putting plastic or putting metal around something does not mean you don't have to maintain it anymore. It just means it'll get neglected harder. The worst thing that anybody ever did to a hood under a car was put another hood under it, and you're like, oh, well, I didn't know you're supposed to change the oil. 
I, you know, <laughs> I opened the hood. There was another hood, so I fucked off. I'm right? still impressed that Sim trolled fucking Honda with the Simba thing. Like, that's <laughs> fucking great, man. Yeah, Sanyang Motor Company, baby. Sanyang Motor Company. And they do get a lot of points because Steve and I have had a bunch of those, and we do love them. I mean, we'll be the I first to I love Sims. Talk. I fucking love a Sanyang. Um, Ceramic-lined piston. Oh. A ceramic line cylinder. Let's they're, be honest. They're co- yeah. The coefficient of friction yeah. with the piston is is like 0.2 compared to like eight or something. So it's it's extremely low. Yeah. And they put out a ton of horsepower. Like the RV 250s yeah. are way, are batting like way over their uh, way over their weight. Yeah. 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 They are really really say, are punching way over punching their way over their weight. And Dustin Shane and I took them on the dragon. And it was hilarious when we were riding these SYM 100s and we're riding these things and we are getting around dudes on sport bikes on the dragon and they just pull. They fucking go, man. I'm not going to, I mean, I can't say anything bad about a symbol 100 because the symbol 100 is legitimately like it ain't as sexy as that. Like it's, it's like this thing is like a fucking kick ass, super sexy thing. Well, and especially a, with that fucking seat. Well, and it, it, yeah. but an S and a, a sim, I just say SYM, but a SYM 100 is literally like, eh, okay. It's yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. Did you put enough on there? Yeah. We put enough yeah, on there. Yeah. Did you make it? Yeah, we made it. There are bar digs in your ass though. That's oh, the only bad thing about it. Okay. If you're, a, if you're an American sized human being and you look up at that screen, see the bar, the grab rail uh, yeah. behind the seat. First of all, that seat is an insult. That seat is an insult. You go through that seat in one second. Like, you might as well just take the fucking seat off. But they put a bar that's welded onto that fucking parcel carrier. And you hit that, you hit a bump one time, and you will have a fucking busted coccyx. Your spine is going to shatter the first time you hit a fucking bump on that. And then you're like, it's okay, I'll just get the long seat mod. And you spend like $300 for the bench seat, which is absurd. But you buy it and you put the bench seat on there and you realize you got to do surgery on that bike. There is no way to make the bench seat latch. It was truly a solution to a problem nobody ever thought of because everybody in Taiwan went, what are you talking about? It's fucking perfect the way it is. Why do you want to change it? Yeah, they're five feet tall. Stupid round-eyed idiots. They have no sympathy for us. They're all three stones. And that 125 is the same way. I mean, it's better. Yeah. Yeah. You could sit on it. But you have yeah. to sit at the extreme back of the seat. Yeah, really? exactly. You do. You, you sit way back. Legged yeah. guys. Yeah. It's no. True. I have very short legs, and I have to sit at the back of the seat on mine. So there you go, Chris. Any other commentary on uh, Noko Moto, mm. Pete, and Swiggy? Oh, I, I uh, okay. I enough of squid, Squidward. The, the one thing I did like the what they said boy. was uh, <laughs> the XR, the Harley XR seven fifty. Yeah, the flat tracker. That yeah. is a nice bike. That bike Honestly, is really nice. Jack, I, I really do. I really do like that. I bike. just looked at one today online for seventy two hundred bucks, and it's fucking nice, man. Yeah. Throw it up there. Yeah, we'll pull it up there. So, John, uh, John, tell them about Portland. Uh, Portland. We went into. Ah, I forget what that was called. Uh, Whorehouse. No, it was the pregame. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it was the pregame. It was the pregame before the show, and it was a little uh, get together. And we got lucky, and we had some special little passes, and got we got lucky. in there. So we got to go into the the bullpen, and it and it was a lot of the Harley racers, and so they had an original, and then they had a restored uh, Harley XR750. Boy, they had every possible version of an XR flat tracker. It was a whole tribute to flat tracking, and it was the go fast, turn left 
the documentary all about like the, the that's it yeah it was about the documentary flat tracking a beautiful piece of work a beautiful film uh it just really made you feel good and at the end of, here's the weird thing if you didn't even know what fucking flat tracking was if you had no idea if you walked into this fucking tent and you had the experience that we had by the end of it you'd be like straight up legit having respect for flat tracking having respect for the guys who are literally hammering out metal fucking shoes right right because they did such a beautiful job of presentation harley davidson did now i'm good to go and honestly it was great to literally be as we were standing next to straight up racing machines with racing pedigree and heritage and learning about that aspect and flat tracking is this crazy cool no brakes american thing yeah well Bill, yeah. can you click on that um it says a canadian yes. xr750 absolutely that is beautiful yeah so this That's is what a, i'm saying yeah. it's a those are beautiful bikes yeah. yeah absolutely and we're not i mean i just i'm telling you guys these XRs, the flat trackers, and there's a company called Stortz, and look up Stortz, uh, really fun. I mean, uh, Stortz has done flat track modification for ages, and if you look them up, take some time and type in Stortz, and what I think you'll find is that you can get some pretty badass shit to make a, to make a Sportster, right, uh, into a beautiful bike and harley has not missed the ticket on this uh, i'm no. barely picking you up in my That's head his face yeah, is- i'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm trying to type at the same time all right look at the look at the fucking screen all right <laughs> so now what we got is we have storts s-t-o-r-z for our canadian listeners okay storts has done their version or their tracker version of sportsters forever and they're all pretty I don't think they made a bad one. Do you want to see the greatest mid-Ohio fucking pit bike ever? Yes. Look up Sunday Motorcycles. Sunday Motorcycles. All right. I'm I'm on it. Sunday Motorcycles. They are 130cc uh, Grom-style bikes. Yeah. That happen to be flat trackers. Oh, yes. They are fucking dope, dude. I just got a little tiny, tiny boner for this little tiny, tiny bike. They come with no front brakes, no nothing. They're made to fucking flat track. That's a tracker. Oh, that's a tracker. Proper tracker. And you remember this year, guys? What do we know about this year in Mid-Ohio? Mid-Ohio's... That is happening. Mid-Ohio's going to be what? On on any Sunday is going to be that's the theme. It's the theme of Mid Ohio this year is on any Sunday. What does yeah, that mean? Hmm. Watch that the mean? movie. What that watch means is you should first we have to have a movie. movie. We have to have a movie. Night. Is that a movie? Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, Are you serious? Yes, Nick. Nick. What? Nick. Nick, Nick I'm is with fired. You. Please. What's get on in, Sunday? I, wa- I watch F1 races on Sunday. What's on Sunday? Yeah, I watch MotoGP, motherfucker. MotoGP. He's pulling our legs. What happens? What happens on any Sunday? What takes place? Somebody racing, right? It's one of the greatest races. Win on Sunday. Win on Monday. I know that. Okay. No, sell on Monday. Yeah, sell on Monday. Yeah. Win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Right. So on any Sunday, Mert Lawwill, Lawwill, um, it's all about Steve McQueen, uh, Mert Lawwill, Malcolm Smith, David Aldana, the guy with the skeleton leathers. That's probably how you remember him. Yep. Uh, but anyway, this movie is brilliant, uh, built on a budget of $313,000 way back in Year of Our Lord, uh, 1972. Got an Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature, etc. I was one and saw it in the theater. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's called On Any Sunday? On any okay. Sunday. You seriously have never I have heard? never seen it. Nope. I've never seen it. No. When do you want to watch it? I, I want to be there Cinch, when you watch it. I've never seen it. I will. Are you serious? I'll make time in my life. I'll make sure that you're there when I watch it. Okay. Yeah. I am completely flabbergasted. Okay, but like, we I, have a projector. Yeah. So we can do movie night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We should Let's do, do it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We should do movie night. Make it really fucking loud. Like all yeah. the all the stupid shit I said about mechanical shit that right. you guys know way more about right. it than me. Right. I feel vindicated just because I've seen this movie and you haven't. Yeah. Not joking. Yeah. Um I, I'm going to make it as excruciatingly clear to you as I can is that having AMA Vintage Days being sponsored by On Any Sunday or having it be the feature of the thing, like the, the thrust or the impetus behind it is a big thing to me because I grew up with that shit. And yeah. to me, you know, and it turns out he's on this motorcycle called a Yamaha. They make pianos. <laughs> you know? Like that's no shit. That's part of the movie. And I'm not... Um, I just absolutely am going to tell you, I think that this is one of the best ways that you can spend a couple of hours. Well, on top of that, as a video guy for a living, this movie created what became motorcycle videos later. Absolutely. Like all the 80s, the dirt bike videos, the 90s with the stunt bike stuff, all that, all you can base every one of those videos roots to this fucking, this movie. Absolutely. And and you know, it's fun because it's, it's shenanigans, it's hijinks, it's shit on fire. Like I'm going to make it very clear. But they also got, they actually hit the heart of what motorcycle racing is. Like it wasn't, it wasn't so much, like most of the things at the time were promo pieces trying yep. to, to yeah. sell a motorcycle or do something. Right. This was like, this is why these people like give up their bodies right. to this shit. And well, they kind of, I mean, talking about Malcolm Smith and right. cause he's like, so, you know, he's in it and it's really cool watching, you know, what Malcolm did and everything. Yep. So yeah, yeah the whole, yeah, I completely just, uh, agree. I absolutely agree. And I'm correct in that, right? This, that's, yes. if I'm remembering yeah. right. No, you're I right. And, and, the whole idea behind the on any Sunday thing, like everything that's that on any Sunday is, is literally just, it's us at vintage days. I have been reliving on any Sunday every fucking year of my life for 20 some years. I right? cannot wait to rock. That. I mean, look at that. That is a chubby dude. That is a full size American guy on a fucking 50 CC bike. He could be part of our podcast. And again, if that guy's not in Cleveland moto already, I don't know. Right, but that's and here's freaking Devo coming well, on. Oh. Okay, this is on any Sunday. Of course, I, we're probably going to get demonetized or whatever copyright infringement. Nah, you're just too small. It's right. fine. Okay, anyway, but this is the Whoa. point. The point is, <laughs> oh yeah, you guys, you got to watch this. Steve just McQueen? fucking watch it. Just watch it. Just watch it. It's it's not. Is that it? Yes, yes, yes. To all of your answers, everything you say is that, and the answer is yes. Helmets yeah. were optional. Right. Yes. By all means. So Abe Vigoda was even in it. (laughs) Abe Vigoda was in it. Yep, that's right. This is when they unleash kids. They're like, you've never ridden a motorcycle? Go for it, dude. Right. That that kid has the look of sheer terror. Yeah. All right. Wheelie King. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a child. Why the little dude? He crashed. (laughs) So, okay. So, anyway, we'll take, we'll pull away from that right now. So, bonus points. What is that? (laughs) <laughs> what is that that's a harley davidson fl that's yeah, schmedley's that, tonight yeah, that's an electric light right now that that's happening in front of schmedley that's not what i was referring moment. to right. that's going on right this minute speedster getting pulled over by the cop that is the only chance that cop ever had to catch that speedster anyway two stroke power there's a 200 cc yamaha yep right so okay so here we go 
Anybody at the table know who Harvey Mushman was? Nah. Anyone? Anyone yeah. know who Har- Harvey heard, Mushman? Heard of him. Harvey Mushman is very important to motorcycling because Harvey Mushman entered a large number of races in the 60s and 70s. A large number. And Harvey would show up at these races and uh, a lot of uh, get a lot of attention because that was the official sneaking into the uh, paddock name of Steve McQueen. So he, uh. Steve McQueen would enter these races as Harvey Mushman so he could participate in the race without being fucking flogged by his fans and being like overrun by motherfuckers. So yeah, Harvey Mushman, that's Steve McQueen. So uh, so watch on any Sunday if you haven't watched it yet. Uh, shame on you. Uh, and also if you haven't seen The Princess Steve Bride McQueen. yet, we probably can't hang out. But again, go ahead. I've seen The Princess Bride. Oh, well done. Oh, way to go. Yeah. Have you seen Bullet? So it's going to be yeah, any given Sunday on any Sunday, and then Lion King, then Bullet. Nope, I've we're seen just going to watch yeah. on any given Sunday because <laughs> honestly, if we, this, if we turn this into a movie marathon, we're not going to survive. One I think and Nick, done. Nick yeah. needs to be introduced to behind right. the green door as well. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah, exactly. He's never seen Do that. You know one. Where the term "deep throat" comes from? Right. Yeah. All right. Yes. Oh, okay. Fritz, Fritz <laughs> the throw, cat. Can we throw Caliglia <laughs> in there? Right. You, should, you shouldn't throw Caligula in anywhere. All right, you guys are you All guys right. are saying a lot of words. Yeah, we're saying a lot of words. <laughs> Some of them mean something to Did me. Did anybody? So, how about airplane? Did you ever see airplane? Yes, I've seen airplane. Do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> <laughs> Surely you're not serious, and don't oh, call me sure. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> right. Yeah. The, uh, anyway. I strike. I strike that we should. I mean, again, so, fucking let it roll in the background. Hey, that shit's awesome. Do you remember Harley nice. Davidson? Yeah, I, well, uh, hold on. Do you mean the motorcycle company or the electric vehicles company? No, uh, the motorcycle company that Wait, was trying me, to how sell How long will you be sell it, talking about Harleys? Because I want to go smoke a cigarette while you're talking about that. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> Good idea. This would be a great opportunity uh, for I'll you to smoke be, a cigarette. I'm going to step outside that's, for a little That's while. John yeah, that's McElvish's way of saying, not one fuck given. Yep, yeah, none. Right. He but, checked. But he checked. So, He's all so, fucks. Yeah. So Harley, yep. that went and put all their, they had the Pan America, which was coming out, right. yeah. which ended up, According to all accords, is a fucking awesome bike. Sure, a hundred percent. Everybody loves the thing. They said they can't believe. I heard. Actually, I actually. I don't I know how I, a Honda sedan can drive a bike, but okay. Well, and I did, and I did read. A, I read a review that said it was better than cats. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. No. Seriously, like yeah. all the guys on the, the Baldi and all these yeah. other people, all these like serious adventure dudes took the bike, and they say that the new Pan America is the shit. It's really good. They nailed it. It, they're not trying to pretend anything, whatever. But besides that, Harley sent Ian and 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 or Ewan and 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 fucking Charlie across the fucking South American desert on these fucking bikes. Spent all their budget on all this stuff, and guess what? They're breaking it off into its own motorcycle company. It's not even going to be Harley Davidson anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, Buell? No. So the live wire. Is now Livewire Motorcycles. Is it going to be sold? Not, at, is it going to be sold at Buell dealers? I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I just want to check. What's a yeah. Buell dealer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now, now wait. So since I'm a motorcycle dealership mm-hmm. and I sell electric motorcycles, right? A lot of them. You could probably get Livewire. I'm pretty high up on the food chain as far as places that sell electric motorcycles east right. of the Mississippi. Right. I wonder if I could become a Livewire dealership. You might have to buy thirty Harleys though. No, or would I have to buy 30 Harleys or would I have to buy 30 live wires? Well, to get the 30, I don't know. I'm just assuming. I did, read the their, 30, I did read their press release and it doesn't seem like 
these bikes are going to be available to non-Harley Davidson dealers. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Yeah, right. I'm kind of feeling that way, right? Well, but you're going to need a huge room in the back to hide any used bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that might be true. I think I think there's I think there's something to be said for that. But why would they not address the fact that they had the opportunity to fucking showcase their their adventure bike that is actually really good? Yeah, and instead they pumped out some like not production bike bullshit to these dudes and got all the press and everything. And now they're like, yeah, we're not even doing well, that. Company. I, I say until we like ride that. this bike. We need to be the judge of whether or not the spike is good because right. the Pan America. No, no, Dan, no I don't care what above. anybody says. It's he, no, the guy, the guy, no, no, the Pan America is not. They had well, until I've ridden one. <laughs> okay, and that's fine. But they, they had, they had like, there's guys there that like are super respected that like they, they've shit on bikes like yeah. at the press conference when the people asked them about the bike, they're like, this thing sucks. These guys are like, this bike is fucking sick. Right. Like it is sick. Yeah. And it's like it's the weight came in at the right thing. Right. The torque is ridiculous. Right. Um the the suspension, it's active suspension, electronic suspension where wow. it yeah. doesn't matter if you have your wife or your boyfriend or whatever and a thousand pounds of luggage, right. you always have thirty degrees of sag. Right. The suspension adjusts so it always has thirty wow. degrees of sag. Okay. Your wife has 30 degrees of sag? <laughs> no, she's bike. younger. She's, Eventually. I don't deserve my wife. She has no sag. I, right. have, I, I, I take up all the slag. You're literally all the sag in the relationship. <laughs> but I, okay, so yes, I have read everything, of course. But I don't, I honestly, okay. So it's got a V-twin? Yes. But designed from the ground up. Right. By who? Be, Not by, by Harley, Harley engineers. It is, it yes. Is. No, did they bring somebody in to do it? Because yes, they haven't, yeah. they... Don't seem to be able to figure yes. out an Is engine that they've been building for like a hundred years. No, it's water cooled. There's yeah. no fins on the. There's the, no the, fins at all on none, the motor. No. Okay, yeah. And what? they said, and yeah. and the cam, like it's a variable cam, right. controlled at the top. The whole thing. Oh, this is seriously 1980s Honda technology. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. This thing is legit 80s <laughs> Honda technology. Um, it that, is, do they have their own like CVCC acronym? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, exactly. Acronym <laughs> RFPC, right? H- exactly. Yeah. H- it's not v- something, something about swirls in the combustion yeah. chamber. Yeah, it's not yeah. VTech. No, Don't no, even no, fucking no, bring no, it up. No, it's HD Tech. It's HD Tech. It's HD Tech. And you know, it has that that elusive ride height adjustable suspension that BMW had. A long time ago. No, that every Cadillac has it. Like, that you see with the ass on dragging all the way down the street. Or or Citroen, for that matter. (laughs) Different topic, but I I have to ask you guys. Have you guys seen the trend of squatted trucks? Yes. It's when somebody uh, buys a lift kit and sells the back half to somebody else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the truck right. fucking is driving like yeah. this. You like, can't see right. anything. No. It's the yeah. it's the the Florida squat or something. It like is. That. It's yeah. exactly right. Unbelievable. It is, it is the again, it is the hipster equivalent of trying to eat through your asshole because you want to do things differently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I know. I know that a lift trick a lift kit is supposed to go on all four corners. Right. Fuck but, that. But fuck that. I'm going to do one just on the left side. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> oh, going to do would... a lift kit. So instead <laughs> of a squat, I'll have a lean. That would right. be Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, lean truck. Then you right? can drink lean while driving your lean. And then we can have the left tires tucked up into the fenders like they do on those cars that have the weird stance. The only car that ever looked good in a squat, I thought, was yeah. Kevin Moore's uh, business coupe. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that thing looks really good. But like that's that. a gasser, though. That's, that's a gasser. Not, yeah, but yeah, I'm just saying, right. it looked, that yeah. looks good. That yeah, a well, gasser. gasser's a gasser. That's not but a fucking truck. Is, I still right. think that gassers are crazy because you're going to run over children. You can't fucking see them. What's a gasser? A gasser isn't. Uh, but they're worth, they're so worth back, 70 uh, points. So back in, back in the 50s, they used to race cars. And sometimes to race the cars and make the cars get better traction, they'd put big chonking tires on the back. Yeah. But then they realized that if they put big chonking tires on the back, they'd get better weight distribution or better better power to the back wheels if they raised the front wheels up. Okay. So they take their suspension and raise the front of the car up uh, with the little tiny wheels in the front. I get where you're exactly. saying. And they had like yeah. straight axles in the yeah, front straight, it was, and stuff because yeah, exactly. like, it wasn't, you didn't have to do much going steering. down a quarter yeah. mile. Right. Quarter mile right. of time. Yeah, this was not driving around, maybe cruising, but you just were you're all looking to. No, but I've heard hipsters yeah. are going to race those at Middle Ohio next year. No, perfect. Oh, yeah, they're going to race right after the baggers. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm laughing, but you're like going, shit. Yeah, no, they could no, probably do dude, that. But dude, the whole yeah. bagger racing thing, so they they would like have you have you I watched up the on shit it? out of that. Yeah. It's interesting and it's yeah, fun. I watched the shit out of it. But like they like it's like it's like the beginning. But of again, F- it's eating with your asshole. It is. They're, they're, yeah. It's like F one. These guys are like, oh okay, a bagger. It's no problem. It's like F one. How is it like F one? It's not like F one. No, the bagger thing. It is a hundred percent. It's supposed to be baggers, right? Right. These dudes took baggers. They have fucking like the most high end fucking sport bike yeah. forks on oh, yeah. them. Yeah. All the bags are carbon fiber right. like out things that they yeah. just slapped on there. They also raised nine inches. The foot, the, the the rear sets are from a fucking sport bike. No, dude, I argue it's not Formula One. It's NASCAR. Okay, na- because okay. you can't buy a rear wheel drive V eight Toyota. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And yet You're there's right. one turn and left every right, fucking right. Sunday. And, like, there's yeah. nothing bagger yeah. about these except right. for 1.9 ounce carbon fiber bags that are on the back it's, and the yeah. front fairings that are like, there's nothing in them. It's just fucking there. I love like, watching it, but I also like to watch fat, watch fat guys fall downstairs. Right, but I do right. like the fact that Harley was like, this is going to be our shit. And it, it was, was totally like, their shit. Right. They're like, okay, here, by the way, we're going to stop all of our racing programs. Right. Except for except baggers, <laughs> and then Indian went. Oh, oh, okay. We well, can, we can beat you at that too. Yeah, we'll we'll kick yeah. the shit right. out. Yeah, of we'll, we'll just use one of our stock bikes. That's exactly right. <laughs> Hold on. Did, did you bring a chieftain? Did, some, did somebody ride here? Did yeah, anybody ride here? Okay, get the plates off that fucker yeah. and put some tape on that. You know what'd be awesome? Yeah. You know what'd be <laughs> fucking awesome is like if it, like because Indian did win. Yes, but it, like when they pulled into the Handily. thing, if they fucking hit the electric windscreen and it went. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> I can imagine the the prep session, like going through tech, because I've gone through tech a whole bunch. Yeah. And they're like, you got to take the side stand off. And the guy at Indian's like, I don't think we do. <laughs> can we just tape it up instead? Because I've gone to all kinds of different levels of racing where you're like, in tech, they're like, well, you got to take the headlight out. And people are like, can I just tape it? Because you're so lazy. I rode... So I rode a bike to a race one time with a sidecar on it. So I rode a bike to a race with a sidecar on it. Can I just tape it? I took the sidecar off. We have witnesses. I took the sidecar off of the bike. I took the sidecar off the bike and raced. Now, I didn't win. I took like second place. But I then later put the sidecar back on the bike and went back to the town for the drinking party afterwards. So like I showed up on a bike with a sidecar, fully functioning turn signals and everything. Took the sidecar off, somehow cheated my way through tech, got on the racetrack, raced to second place or something like that, and then fucked off back, put the sidecar back on, put all my gear in the sidecar, and fucked off back to town. <laughs> so speaking of sidecars, yeah. So there's Chinese guys have gotten into Grom sidecars, right? Okay, yeah, sure. Well, they're, they're fairly cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would be good at Mid Ohio for a cooler. Oh, uh, the, gr- the grim, the grim sidecars. Yeah, the grim sidecars. There is. Hold it up. 
Oh, you look. Come on. Honestly, oh, I'm going to tell you, the word search on this should literally be bad decision, yeah. small sidecar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it should be China. I'm, I'm literally going to do the worst. I'm going to do Chinese <laughs> motorcycle mini sidecar. Okay. And now this is literally, this is, if you do this, I hate you and I don't ever want you to come to my shop ever because there are no shortage on Alibaba and whatever and, and bang bad and all this other shit. Like there's every kind of fucking version of a monkey bike thing. Horrible. Uh, there's many, many bad ones, but there is one good Grom sidecar. So there is a very good Grom sidecar. And I, it's really, like an off roady looking thing. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I was checking it out and I was like, because there are these Chinese fling poo things, right? Yeah. And these Chinese fling poo things are just a bad fucking idea because they're made of like velvedium, right? So right. you guys know about velvedium? Oh, they're terrible. It's a Chinese grade of metallurgy. And uh, velvedium is like, it's soft. It's not real. It's not hard at all. And smooth. It's smooth. Just look up off-road sidecar ground. Like a oh, no, no, We have many, many coming up. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, between Mercury, it's between mercury and lead. It is between mercury and lead. Yes, exactly. No, it's between yeah. mercury and Uranus. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It has the Rockwell hardness of cheese, right? So, yes, there are many, many different Grom sidecar kits. I'm just thinking okay. that that would be perfect for a fucking cooler. Of course it is. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, that's kind of what it's built for. It's, yeah, built, it's, for, not built, for it's people. built for coolers and dogs. dogs. Yeah. But you know that what's going to get put into it is that kid. Okay? Yeah. All right? He's so going to need a bigger helmet. <laughs> right? So what we know for a fact is that Everybody's going to do the same thing, right? Every fucking Grom with a sidecar. Is I gonna, love that sidecar. I do too. The one that looks like a sport bike. The one that literally is a Ducati with a sport like bike a sidecar with a dachshund in it. <laughs> with a dockle. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. But this is what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be a couple of guys drinking way too much, passing through your campsite, at 26 miles per hour, it's sideways bike, and drunk. It's a bike that costs $10,000 and tops out at 72 miles per hour. <laughs> On the salt flats. And it will win that. It will win the trophy for its best right. in class. And actually, we did find it right here. That's the Death Dealer 2 scooter cycle with sidecar from Mad Bixby. So Mad Bixby Motors, there you have it. It's been done. There you go. Stop China. Quit building these. All right? Yep, so, What's that? Pimp my sleigh, dude. Pimp my sleigh. I got all the. I got. I. I collected all the Christmas beers and put them in the front cooler. Hell yeah! So all the front refrigerator has all the Christmas beers in it right now. I think we better get busy between now and July. Fucking Christmas in July, bitch. Yeah. Um. So that's it. So yeah, Groms with sidecars, monkey bikes with sidecars. Look, America has a fascination with shrinking shit and giving it to old white men. Oh, look I mean, at the little VW bus sidecar. Th so that thing has been photographed. It's only this big. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's up there in the shelf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It fits one GI Joe. It's it's attached to a, a Coleman C two hundred. Yeah, it's it's attached to a Coleman Phil, C two hundred. Phil bought one, and it was the yeah. same thing he got before, but it was a straw taped in the bottom. Exactly. <laughs> I have had so many phone calls. There is a picture. There's one picture of a Lambretta scooter with a Volkswagen sidecar uh, that has hit the internet uh, with wild abandon uh it has 
reached everybody. It has gone as viral as anything's ever gone viral in its life. Oh, yeah. And this picture has caused me no less than 3,000 phone calls. This picture is why, and it's a Lambretta Series 2 with this fiberglass Volkswagen uh, transporter body it's next like to it. It's a 30 window. It is a, yeah. a safari, right? Yeah. It's a safari with a canvas top. And this fucking picture, this guy who built this, if I ever see him, if I'm ever at a scooter rally <laughs> in, in England and I see this fart knocker rolling around, I'm going to walk up and smack him right in the fucking face because his <laughs> genius creation has caused me 9,000 phone calls. He's about doing it. Where do I buy that? He's getting a sack down. Where do I he's buy like, that? He's like, what did I do? And right. Fuck you, asshole. And I don't know what company it is that's molding these fucking things up. And with the power of the goddamn internet. That's pretty good. By the power of Grayskull, somebody on the internet, tell me where I can buy the mold or the kit to make a fucking Volkswagen type two you need that that's something that you need. No, i don't need it it's been the bane of my goddamn existence for about 15 fucking years i'm sick of hearing about the shit and again and there's the other one that turns into a boat and i'm sick of hearing about that too and you know what fuck it man do you have nothing better to do than tell me about shit that has been hey you know what i saw a farsight article once that said vesperados it was really cute it was like cowboys riding vespas and it was yeah. vesperados you ever heard that vesperados thing you know what yeah. tell that to a guy who runs a scooter shop he'll kick you in the dick yeah. there's like yeah. 37 clubs that are called Christmas? the vesperados yes exactly <laughs> yeah fuck how about that. that right yeah there is shit that is just it's yeah you know what you're right overdone you're right nobody ever thought of that right. before you creative fucking master Mary Unbelievable. Yes. you're a fucking goddamn Mary cunning linguist <laughs> yeah dude i came up with this sick idea it's gonna be huge i'm gonna call a computer company apple right exactly yes <laughs> yep everything so you know what i can tell you about sidecars here's what i can tell you about sidecars usually attached to an underloved overweight white guy <laughs> <laughs> okay, now prove me wrong. I, I'm going to give No Carmoto the chance to prove me wrong. I resemble that. Totally. <laughs> the proof is sitting at the fucking table with you. Because you know what? I love you. <laughs> I'm going to assure you, sidecars, especially sidecars on small vehicles. So like sidecars, older, older, weirder sidecars. And if you've got a sidecar and a Vespa, you probably don't have the genitals you were born with. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Well, I was going to ask Hoff, should you change it to gender fluid? Um, uh, uh, come on, come on. Your motorcycle. Your fucking. The trans Alp. Yeah, right. Gender fluid Come on. We just call it the Eddie Izzard around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all it is. It's just the Eddie Izzard. Your trans alp is now the Eddie Izzard. Right. I did buy a motorcycle this week, though. What? Did you really? Did you really? Motorized vehicle. Now, wait How a many wheels does it You have? say that you bought a motor. Two. It only has two. Okay, it's fair right enough. Attached. What? <laughs> There's only two attached oh, to right now. Wait a second. Hold on. Did you buy the left half of a Prius? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Maybe the front half. Okay, <laughs> I'm listening. Yep. So, I don't have the Facebooks, but Uncle Mac does. So Uncle Mac. <laughs> That's what his kids call me. <laughs> And so I was, I don't know, I just went on there looking, and somebody was selling a quad with a a, a bad rear end. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I figured that's perfect for me. <laughs> so this is a what? This is a nineteen. Does it have a leaky Janus? Well, it was in the hey, same. Hey, it was hey, looking hey, for love hey. section in Craigslist. So. It was in the missed <laughs> encounters. Yeah, missed encounters. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm crying a little bit from the quad <laughs> with the bad rear end. <laughs> well, you couldn't do anything about it. Oh anyway. my god! So I had to help Steve yes. so unload this pile of shit. Yes, we are still the most politically it took incorrect a, podcast it ever. It took a skid loader. <laughs> Wait a second. The quad with the bad rear end left us. I mean, needed a skid. It, loader. Uh, it needed. To, yes. Yeah. Because there was a skid loader. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there was no Simba. Skid. Uh, <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> just checking. Yeah. So yeah, this thing has the whole ass end blown out of it. Oh, that's like me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. But but the guy bought all the new parts for it. Okay, so okay. it's yeah. got the new yeah. pumpkin and everything. All right, but his um, I don't know if it was his dad or his brother, or probably whatever. They have a shop. Okay. And they try to, they said, we started pressing the bearings in. Well, all they proceeded to do is press all the rollers and all the needles out of all the bearings that they pressed in. No way. And so. I, I mean, just to make a long story even longer. Even I longer. mean, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's a rear end. So you got a ring and a pinion and everything. So yeah. the pinion in that has, you know, it's not two set, it's not a set of roller bearings cap or tapered roller bearings it's a flat roller bearing oh. with a needle bearing at the other end of the pinion and everything like that well, they fucking duffed all that. They were trying to stuff that into the thing. and You got it cockeyed, and they broke the cage, and all the needles fell to the bottom of it. So. They obviously didn't realize you have to heat the housing and cool the bearings. bearings and, then push yeah. them and, and, and they just, they fucked up. They screwed the pooch on it. He's going to have to order some extra parts and everything, but I'm sure we can I've get that back together. Them. And you could just Wait, tell. What is the bike? What happened yeah, what, to what the bike? It? What it's happened a, to the bike is, is that somebody buried it in the mud 20,000 times. Never check the differential fluid. The gears, the, I mean, the, the, the ring and pinions are just rusted. I'm sorry, all the did fun. you ask, what kind of bike are we talking about? Right. It right. is a 1980 diggity, right? No, it's a 1998 TRX 300. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it runs perfectly. It does run. Okay, so the bike runs. I mean, the, the engine runs and everything. has a loud as fuck pipe on it. So yeah, TRX, it's like TRX a, 300, this is a fully independent suspension, right? No, it's got no, a, sol a solid solar independent okay. front. Yeah. All-time four-wheel drive. Yeah. Full utility, four-by-four. Four. It's got a reverse. It'll be How much fun. loot? How much loot? 800 bucks. <laughs> okay, you are cringing, no. but you have no... You understanding of what the four by four quad yeah. market is like right now. Oh, it's yeah. mental. Because you cannot buy a new one. No, I know. I, Every used one is through the fucking moon. Well, I know what I sold my two wheel drive quad for just a little while. If you while had ago. waited till this year, you could have sold it for twice that much. Yep. I know. I know. It's out of control. Speaking of, but this Saturday, I'm going to look at a bike, and I'm not going to say what it is. It's very affordable, and it's been covered in Vaseline and oil. Every year of its life and stored inside dude's house. Is this the guy who owns Laws Leather? No. <laughs> <laughs> but because you just said that, I think I might need to take somebody with me just in case. Uh, <laughs> it, it does put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> so, well, what kind not, of bike? It begs the question. Going, what Steve. kind of bike are you looking at? It's a Honda. Yeah. Okay, you're. that's a step in the right direction. And so I have an 80, and I have an 82, but I don't have an 81. Oh, okay. Boy. So right. it's an 81, 
And I'll leave it at that. Okay. That's, An 81 Honda. Yeah. So that means the That's, igniters are shot. Right. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you know it's got electrical problems. Well, no. It's it, a it, double said, overhead cam. Said, everything works. Everything works 100% on it. Steve, it's a Does CM400. It it's got to be a CM400. Does it have second gear? It's got to be a CM400. What? Second gear is not blown out of it? Nope. It's a CB900. Nope. No. How many cylinders no. does it no. have? 20 um, questions here. Several. Several. I'm going to say it's a 650. Nope. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. It's, it's kind of rare. It's an 81. It's kind of rare. It's, it's an, an SC 750. Now, That's wait a second, rare. John. It's kind of rare, and it's an 81. There is no such thing <laughs> as a rare Honda. No, Amen, but it's not, it's not one you hear a lot about. A lot of, not a lot of people have. There's not a lot of these rolling around. All right. It has a look of another bigger bike, but it's smaller. A look of another. another so more than two hint. pistons. So it's a four banger. It has. It looks exactly like its big brother, but it's smaller. What? Ridiculously like its big brother, but it's smaller. A GL. And it may share something no. with the bike that Nick rode here today. Is it a five fifty suit? Uh, Nighthawk five fifty. Nope. It shares something with a sixty-six Superhawk. Well, you just a super a, is a it broken a, Kickstarter. No, nope. eighty-one. Is 81. it eighty-one? Right, eighty-one. Oh, this is a good game. Holy shit, I love this game. Yeah. I love everything about uh, this game. It came in two colors. It came in silver with black and blue graphics. Yeah, okay. and it came in yeah, black with now. red and, and orange graphics. Was it was a CB seven fifty. It's a like the CB seven fifty dual overhead cam. But it's not a seven fifty. It's, it's 750. the baby brother, right? Five hundred. There's no five hundred. No, there's, there's no a five fifty. Nope. Well, I said five fifty. No, but it, and I said six fifty. Uh, nope. But it's a four fifty. Nope. It's a four hundred. That's right. Oh, I was close when I said CM four hundred. Several cylinders. It is several. That's well, a couple. So how many cylinders? Oh no! Several, several cylinders. A couple. Between a couple cylinders. Three several cylinders. So fuck you. No, a couple is two and a. Two or three? No, right. a couple is two. Right. Now, several, wait a second. Though. Unless you're in Utah. Is it, is it, <laughs> but is it a hawk? Yes. But uh, it's, 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 the, it's, it's, it's the very sexy hawk, not the gross hawk. Get it up there. Now, get hold it. on. It's a, <laughs> now, yeah, get it up there. I'm gonna, I, 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 I mean, I have to be. Explain yourself. It's an 81. In detail. I have to be completely honest with you. There are only two Honda CB. I mean, there are only two 400 Hawks, right? All right. So there's only two of them. So there's two different versions of a 400 Hawk that we got in this country. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is manual. Manuel. Yeah. Man- this is not <laughs> automatic. This is no automatic right. on anything. Right. right. So there's. I'd be more the, impressed if it was a Honda Matic. So there's the roundy gas tank, and then there's the. Uh, sporty gas the tank. The super sexy 1980s oh, Blade Runner right. fucking okay, Tron. So, so there's there's the sexy gas tank and then there's the not sexy gas tank. So this one down here, so if we, we look at this one, this is the one where we all say the same thing. What do we say, Steve, when we see that bike? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, no, nobody yeah. wants that bike. You're like, that is shit with Comstars. Right. That is a bike <laughs> that is literally, you failed at being Honda. How did you fail at being Honda? It gets three stars. It yeah. is literally. And it that's has, a two star. And remember, bike. yeah, no, no shit. That's not even a zero star. <laughs> Steve and I both have an equal amount of fucking hate and vile fucking avarice for this fucking bike. Like, we despise this fucking bike. Well, Everybody Hondas does. Don't love that one. No. I love no. Hondas. I hate the CB400T hard. Okay? I mean, 
fucking hard. Well, the team was ho- right. homologation. Yeah. Right. But then so, there's that guy. Then there's this, which is the which is the night hawk ish. So I mean, this is a really really tough thing because when you get it's into, a 750 fucking shrunk down to four. Still comp stars though. It does have comp. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. As a motorcyclist, yeah, or as a as a vintage motorcycle guy, I look at that and I'm like, ugh, right. that's disgusting. Me, but, I like but, it, but, but that's not a bad looking motorcycle. But now, Wait, is it the silver one or the black one? Black. So okay. Chris, Chris has the Suzuki version. I almost wish it was the right, silver right. one because it would more match up with your so Suzuki. If you I look know. up, right? So if you look up at the screen right now, so this is the CB400 uh, T that Chris. Smith has the G, the Suzuki the GS, GS version of this. And these, yeah. yes, and you would get the magazine, you'd open up the magazine. The only difference between these two bikes is the Suzuki had six gears, the Honda had five. The yeah. Suzuki had a thing on the dashboard that told you what gear you're in, and the Honda didn't. Don't you have cast wheels? Uh, yes. yes. I did cast wheels. But cast wheels are, the question is, are cast wheels better than Comstars? I don't know. Well, Andy has 50 more CCs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell and you, and I'll be happy to tell a, you that the Suzuki is and faster. Sideburns. Yeah. And sideburns. And sideburns. <laughs> sideburns. It sounds and like the sideburns. Suzuki wins. No, the Suzuki does win. But this is yeah. a Honda. But you have you exactly. that part? That's the Honda the only thing. Much That's more, the only thing. Phil, the Honda is much more easily adjustable so valves. Keep in mind. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Honda does have easier to adjust. So remember that there's a CM400 and a yeah. CB400. Right. And so this is where people lose the plot. You can tell you can tell me all day long about your CV four hundred or your Hawk even right your your four hundred Hawk or your Hawkomatic. I'm going to tell you that bike looks like a bag of smashed assholes. It like does. that it's bag terrible. is a mess. The seat is a mess. The gas tank's a mess. The handlebars are a mess. Everything on that bike is a fucking mess. Come up with this shit. Right? So large. The, the CB four hundred is a fucking mess. Why is the seat so big? Why is the seat so big? So Merritt, my wife coined this term. Doctor Wires coined this term, so I can say it. That is what we call. So you remember, there's also an era of Yamahas that had a particular type of a seat. Oh yeah. In the mid '80s, early '80s. Merritt calls it the fat girl seat. <laughs> and Merritt just says it has the fat girl seat. But let me just this say this. This bike is too slow for fat hoes. This bike has the fat girl seat. I'm looking right. at this bike right. at less than Chinese scooter money. Of course you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of so. that. And right. the dude has vaselined it. Into I get a it. cocoon. I totally get it. So if yeah. it's what it should be, you're so embarrassed by owning it. He had to put it in Vaseline. I need an eighty-one. I have an eighty and an eighty-two. Oh. I need an eighty-one. This, why? So there's this version. All I ask you is why there are there so many other This bike, on the, the bike on the screen right now, the bike on the screen come from the guy who owns 193 motorcycles that nobody else in the world wants. Show Steve a bike and he'll say, "I love that bike." Uh, <laughs> I love that bike. Everybody else hate it. This bike. I love that bike too. It's my favorite bike. You buy that bike, you bring it here, he'll be like, I love that bike. You're going to fucking want it. Even before I wipe the Vaseline off of it. No, you're gonna, I, Phil knows that I will never want that bike. Never. Never. never why? Ever. Give me your why. He does not like the 400. Parallel twin platform at all. Zero fucking fucks given. Steve 
honestly legitimately hates that and he also hates the cm200s too but which is, by all accords it's a very solid bike guys have had a hundred thousand miles on them yep. zero stars zero stars <laughs> yeah and you know, all this i'm is, saying cinch is remember buck a cc right well and, that's, that's i'm, look I'm up right the screen, there look up the screen right now you'll see a cb400 t hawk right okay so here we have this bike and this created so much confusion you guys got to remember i was 12 years old so i was 12 years old 13 years old when this shit happened so what did we, you think then? Okay, I'm going to tell you. Not much. So here was, I didn't think much at all. I was too busy beating my dick. So anyway, <laughs> beat it like it owed me money every goddamn day. Never stopped either. It's weird. So now you look up at the <laughs> Never screen. Never paid up either. Gold rims, gold forks. All right. Okay. The gold forks are a little confusing. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's many things that are confusing. Okay. But it's anyway. Hideous. Okay. Hold on. So if you're looking through Cycle World magazine or whatever magazine you were looking through back in the day, for me, it was usually somebody else's leftover Playboys. But if you looked at this motorcycle and then you looked at this motorcycle and you realized they had the same name. Yeah. Okay. That is weird. Okay. This is super annoying that a CB400T and a CB400T are the same fucking bike. And the CB400T Hawk from 1981 is... Let's call it a T-bag instead. But <laughs> but do you see when you look at this bike that you see all the pieces from a GL500? You see all the pieces from a CX500? No, it's more CX. It's not a GL. It's, you're right. It's, it's more CX-ish. It has that awful, I wish I was a sportster seat. It has this gas tank that is shaped like nothing on the planet. <laughs> Right, and it has it has a design element that is just like just I can't look at it. Right, right. exactly. Turn it off. It's fucking yeah. painful. I, I do prefer avert your eyes. Avert your eyes. But you know what's sadder is when somebody takes one of these fucking things and tries to turn it into a cafe racer. Yeah, don't do that. And when you do that, you know what that is. Lipstick dumb. on a pig. Yeah, you are shit. not winning. No, it's so, like jacking off to a, like an old folks' home commercial. So at least on <laughs> half of them, I'm falling and I can't I get up. <laughs> oh my god! And the hawk <laughs> throw shit at me. The hawk with the the Chris hawk. Chris and I are about to throw down. I can tell. Okay? The other fuckers getting up in my fucking business. Right. <laughs> and if you have the hawk that has the blue paint job no, with the red stripe and the black stripe, fucking whiskey. The orange stripe and the black stripe. Fight. Do you know who has that bike and he puts it out front every day as a prize? Is McBuffers in no, fucking Menor. Okay, you. there you go. This guy has a I buffing shop know. and he drags that fucking. That bike is the most hideous it's bike fucking terrible. ever made. If ever. You, Tell that to Stephen Noble. CB400A, Hawkomatic. I'm going to tell you something. That is the definition of. Oh, really? I have a motorcycle too. <laughs> <laughs> I have a motorcycle too. Can I ride with you guys? Right. Come on, guys. Let yeah. me ride with you. Yeah. So a buddy there, of mine way back when a, a that was his years? first bike. Yeah. He bought a Hawkomatic. Right. A Hawkomatic. Yeah. I went through it. I got it running. Yep. And honestly, it was kinda it was okay. Right. I mean the operation of the motorcycle once you got past everything. And I will tell you that a CB650 gas tank will fit on that. Of course it will. His was roached. Yeah. And I happened to be down at Mid-Ohio, and I'm like, hey, you know what? The same year of CB650 gas tank. Slot right on. Mounts right on. And so I put a bigger... Yep. Even I'm like, well, mm. it was a nice gas tank. It wasn't roached. Right. And it's bigger, so it holds more fuel. And it right. actually wasn't bad for him. He enjoyed the bike. You can also put the Honda CX500 gas tank on it, and it's like sexy cafe racer styling. Yeah. You know, and it won't look like fucking smashed asshole this thing is. And he rode that <laughs> thing for quite a while. I mean, you could take it on the road. I mean, it would go on the highway. You could get about 80 mile an hour out yep. of it. 
Yep. If you really tried. Yeah, but I can do the same thing with a 250cc Vespa, so fuck. No, I, right? I mean, I, you know? I'm just giving you a little, yeah. my experience with I it. I get it. I totally get it. These bikes they're are hideous. They're these are the terrible. fucking honorable mention award. Yeah, of terrible. every fucking motorcycle. That's thing why ever. I say I'd rather have the <clears throat> Hondamatic. At least it's got something. Well, that's I think next I'm week. Guard going. Why don't we do the ten worst bikes ever made next week? Yeah, I think that's a great yeah. idea. But because that and then hot, let everybody else pan us for that. Because we're like, oh, the Britain was the worst, but it was the best. Now the Hawk, <laughs> the Hawk Hondamatic, from my experience, had two ranges, not. Right. Not three, like the CB, the right. Honda Matic CB750 had a one, two, and a three. Right, and that had a depending one. on the year. So they had a some of them had a high low, okay, and some of them had a one, two, three. Oh, okay. Right. But so what, yeah, what, I stand corrected. I think so. Yeah, but what, the Hawkomatic that I experienced had a one and a two. But you yes. could just put it in two. No Hawkomatics were a one two. Yeah. So Hawkomatics yeah. were definitely a one two. But you could leave yeah. it in two yeah, and all just, the time. You yeah. just basically yeah. had one. You just take off, well, stop, go. It was kind of. Interesting. And, and the thing is, Chevy had two gears too. I was. I, was, I, I drove a three hundred seven Power Glide yeah, for many well, years. Well, I was perusing the things, you know, and I found this, and I was like, "Wow, it's really cheap," and I kind of like the look because I always like the seven. I like the look. Well, no, I like the seven fifty. <laughs> no, so he's looking at this one, yeah. which honestly, okay, what this is is this is a CB seven fifty F Super Sport. It's a CB nine hundred F Super Sport right, with two it's, cylinders. It's a CB right with two cylinders exactly. And right. then he shrunk it down, whatever. So right. he had a picture, but it was only one, and I was like. This, this is the 250 Ninja of 1981. Right. right. And I was like, yeah. is this really the bike? It's right. not the other fucking toaster right. looking right. stuck on a pole fucking motorcycle. Right. He's like, oh, no. And then he sent me more pictures. Right. And then he added, like, I Vaseline it every year. I spray WD-40 on everything. It's it's all this thing. And I was like, okay. What do you, and you mean? Know what? What and you guys going to have, you're walking to this guy's house and there's going to be butterflies flying around uh, all over the place. You're going to walk into this and guy's house. And then you're going to be like, <laughs> I got a story. I got a story. Well, first of all, what do you mean toaster looking? What? Like, not, not a bad way. Like, like no, the Honda Hawk, the, your Hawk, the toaster tank is cool. But if, like, on, on the other one, the, the 400T that Phil pulled up that sucks, that's like a toaster stuck on a fucking Christmas pole. It's terrible. It puts lotion on its shaved taint. What's a Christmas pole? Uh, <laughs> a He's going to put your manscaper yeah, down in that little basket for you. And like, <laughs> well, hold on. You brought, I fuck me. Brought, I fuck me real hard. You brought something up, and it reminded me of a story that was fucking crazy. Airing so, of the grievances. When I was racing when I was racing bicycles, I was racing road bikes, and I was looking for a set of rollers, like things that you could ride in the basement, but you have to actually ride. Yeah. And so I found a set on Craigslist, and the dude was on Clark Avenue right downtown after 20 feet when you get off over there, right? Was that for your CB900RR? Or your Huffy? <laughs> no, this was my fucking, like, like road bicycle, my so Cannondale. His Huffy. And no, Cannondale, thank you very much. <laughs> but anyways, so I, I pull down the road, I get over there, and I go to Clark, and I, and I see the guy's address. And it's like this house, and it has like a garage kind of in the like or garage hole in the middle where you go through the house, and you can see the garage, and he has a big boat. The guy's like, he's like a short guy and he's kind of cool. He's like, he's like, oh, you're here for the rollers? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, come on in. I'm like, oh, can you bring him out? He's like, no, I want to bring you in. Oh, I bring you in. So wait, so wait. So I go in. I'm like, okay, says, fine. okay. So I follow the guy, right? We go in and on the hat rack, I see a bunch of like leather, like, like the the captain's hats, the boat hats with studs and shit on them all on the thing. Oh, like, it was oh. so captain, my captain. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, like, moto. I'm like, okay, Freddie okay. Mercury. I'm like, all right. So then we go into the, the living room. Like we walk up the steps. It's like a house where you can walk up, and the living room's there. Stranger danger. And he's got like he's got like fifty. <laughs> fucking, this guy on the screen right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's that got guy. like fifty stereos. 
and speakers and all this shit and everything has price tags. It's like a store in his house. And I'm like, okay. really? I'm like, okay. I'm like, he sells a lot of shit, whatever. He's like, uh, he's like, you want to see the rollers? And I'm like, yeah. Did he's you like, hear, did you hear screaming from the basement? No, not yet. So hold okay. on. Ah, <laughs> so that was wait, him. it gets worse. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, okay, they're downstairs. Follow me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Jesus. So I let him go down first, and I'm I'm like ten feet behind him as we go down. We get down to his basement, and remember the like the old school like they're not ellipticals, but they have like a fan wheel in the front. With yeah, the Schwinn thing. made them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He has like 20, I have one of those. It's an Airdyne. He Airdyne. has yeah. twenty of those stacked up, and then he's got like five Nordatrack ski machines all lined up perfectly, and all like OCD kind of shit. Was they're he morbidly bucks. obese? No, he was very like he rode right road bikes. So then okay. I look to all the right. right, and there's all these bikes, and I'm like, okay, the guy's a bike guy, cool, whatever. So. I see, and at that point, I see the rollers that I'm looking for, and he's like, "Yeah, here they are." I'm like, "Okay, cool." He's luring you in even so further. I give him the money. It was like fifty bucks. He hands me the rollers, and I'm thinking we're gonna go upstairs. I'm gonna leave. He's like, "Hey, I think I have something else you might want to be interested in, right?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so we walk back upstairs. No, wait, this gets really interesting. So now I get to the part of the house. I follow him, and we go through the area where all the stereos were and all the price tags and stuff. What, was the well anywhere near there, dude? I'm not kidding. Hold on. So we get past that, and now the other part of the living room has chainsaws on the on a coffee table lined up, and then I look to the left of that, and there's steps that go upstairs to this guy's other place where he lives, and it's like a it's a staircase that kind of is like big and it wraps like this and goes up, and every third step had a mannequin on it, and every mannequin had different stages of S and M gear. Like this one was kind of like. Like just like a German Nazi guy. Would you say he was easing you into it? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then like two steps up from that was a guy with no pants and a leather thing. And then two steps up from that was like a full S and M thing. And he's like, he's like, seriously, you're gonna want this. Just follow me up here. I'm like, yeah. I- I'm good. Totally I-, I got good. my rollers. I'm totally good. good. And yeah. I was kind of freaking out. Now I'm like, holy shit! Like this is a problem. Like this guy <laughs> is fucking. He wants to eat my liver. You know. But. Out of nowhere, this tiny little fucking dog, like this little fucking white puffball of a dog runs by, and the front door was cracked, and it hits the door, and it goes out the door, and he's like, oh, shit, Smegly, or whatever his fucking dog's name was, and he runs after the dog, and I'm like, fuck, so I grab my rollers, and I shove them in my car, and I'm driving out, and he's like, wait, I have to show you something, I'm like, no, fuck you, I'm oh, dead. My God. This story is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> oh, so you hurt my dog. So I left. I got my fucking rollers and I used the rollers. But now, anytime I go down Clark on the way to Twenty Fifth, I look yeah. at stop in and say house. hi, dude. This dude. Stop he, in and say. No, this guy's living there. I don't know. He's probably killed like fifty people. But I'm not ever fucking going back. Fuck that guy. Oh come on. I'll go there, man. Fuck it. We're gonna hang out the back. We'll drink some beer. And plus, he used shade sauce. And and, and he used way too much cheese on the blowjob. So I was just like, dude, fuck Uh, off, dude. We're done. Simple point. It'll never get weird enough for me. I yeah. Oh, really? Mannequins? Oh yeah. Really? Mannequins? That's the best you can do? No, I'm sorry, but that's what happened. I know, no, no. no, I was joking about like him, but uh, as a proof that we said all people that put sidecars on scooters. That's what they that's have the, problems. Well, exactly. I'm going to call it screen one. Look at that asshole. <laughs> that guy's that guy's nothing but fucking trouble right there. The that guy is a piece of shit right there. You see that guy coming at you? You fucking Look get at that the fuck out of there. Please, I, please date dude. my daughter. And here's oh. what I can tell you about that. You know what that is? That motherfucker's groomed. Yeah. I yeah. can hear him jangling from yeah. here. Yeah, that's it. The curtain <laughs> matched the fucking drapes in that shot. I can guarantee it. That right there. That is an example of a rally 200. 
Look at the eagle on the sidecar. Yeah, that's an eagle on the fucking sidecar. Yeah, that paint job was done by Julio. Yeah, hide your daughters. Hide your daughters, ladies. Yeah, that motherfucker. Like that hide dude your dogs. Right there, hide that your dude, right, hide your dogs. <laughs> nobody got time for that. Right, that dude right there is trouble. <laughs> Sketchy McWater. There is a fucking. There is a Sony uh, eight-track tape player in the top case of the back of that scooter. Um, oh. Yeah, the dashboard was wood grain. But yeah, that was uh, that was my Vespa Rally 200 with sidecar rig. You know what? Speaking yeah. of scooters, speaking of, wasn't there some flash in the pan kind of thing about a possible scooter rally at the compound? Well, again, don't know, don't there, know we're, when. We're really like, slight on details, but I don't the, think there are any details. Yeah, there are no right. details. There's no details whatsoever. But it was tossed out that it would be Father's Day weekend, so that would be June, usually seventeenth-ish or something, the right? Twentieth or something. Okay, all right. Which is normally when uh, band camp would happen. Yes, it is right. So that, there was historically a certain, speaking, yes. a certain crew, and we won't even maybe we won't even get into Dan? that kind of detail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Dan. Dan 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 knows who he is. We yeah. all know who Dan is. Dan is a professional fucking podcast listener. Okay. Like Dan is a straight up mensch. Like Dan is a fucking dude. He's in the uh Pharaohs. No, he's in the Vulcans. Vulcan Scooter Club in Cincinnati. You're talking about Dan, okay. Dan Oh wait. Dan Hostwick? Yeah, yeah, Dan Dan. Dan, mm-hmm. yeah, Dan right. is a fucking Dude, Dan's a fucking legend. Let's just say he's a can good you dude, vouch man. for Dan? I can vouch the shit out of Dan. I can, too. Okay. Yeah. He brought me weed in the morning at fucking Mid-Ohio. So <laughs> there you go. Straight you right out. Dan is straight up like... The only reason Dan doesn't have his own podcast just called Dan is because <laughs> Dan is too busy listening to all the best motorcycle podcasts. And, and working sitting, on scooters. Yeah, and working yeah. on fucking bikes and like legit making shit. Yep. And then he's at uh, Rheingeist Brewery, so he's down there. So like Dan is straight up, like, we're sitting here doing a podcast. We're missing out on the fact that you can either do a podcast or you can listen to all the podcasts. And, and Steve, Dan is the guy who... Asked if you would like to host not band camp at right. your compound. Not right a band camp. So that's, that's Dan. Right on. So uh, that, is, that is actual factual. Right. That band camp 2021. Not happening. Is not happening. Huh. band camp 2020 done. Now it's going to be yeah. Hoff camp. Hoff camp. 2021. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mod, Ohio. Not, not, well, no, this is not Mid Ohio, so it's 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 not Band Mod, Camp Mod Hoffman. Ohio. Right, Mod Ohio. That has a the text message like the that name. I saw built it as we've got twenty guy twenty persons plus right, maybe from the Cincy area that right. have been vaccinated and would be interested in borrowing the compound and have no fucks to give. Right, yeah. right. for the weekend. Right. No expectations. They're happy just to fucking have a piece of grass. Honestly, they're happy to drive two and a half hours north, three hours north. And have somewhere to fuck with that isn't yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, where they can right. smash scooters, drink beer, right. and fart. That sounds like a good time. Word it on does the sound like a good time. It sounds like a really. It good actually time. sounds like a really fucking yeah. good time. How much fun can you cram into three acres? As long as they're right. willing to accept all the, the liability rules. and the rules. Liability. The rules. There are no rules. No, there are. You can't fuck with your camper, right? You nah. can't fuck with Steve's stuff. Nah. You re- you lease the property for two dollars for two days, <laughs> and assume all liability. And and if anything ridiculous happens, it has to be worth it and on video. And yes, yes. which I will be happy to be there and film in case anything happens and edit and edit, of course, right. So obviously there'll have to be some conversations or something like yeah, that. But yeah. that sounds very interesting. Yeah, 
And, and it's usually what? What do you say? Father's Day weekend or Mother's Day? Or Father's Day weekend. Father's Day weekend. Right? So as they, a father, I get a free a pass to do whatever the fuck I want. Right. If my if family, what I fucking want to do is go fucking bash. That is what I will do. Right. Go fucking bash. I say. I say we have a really good time and do a fucking scooter mm. thing at your fucking compound. We have to build the bathroom, so. We don't have to do anything. No, we're renting porta potties. That's tell, all tell on them. them. Hey, tell, tell him hey, if Hoff, they want to do it, they got to get four porta right. potties. There is a possibility it, that there will be some pre preparation and stuff like that. And I, I have some things that I would maybe, I have some goals, maybe, maybe bathrooms, maybe okay. electric, maybe this, that, and the other thing. But plus, I Hoff, want, I want, can, can, can you say slit trenches? <laughs> I just I want status. I want like the fact that like we even know Steve to affect us in a way that any hot girls have to at least say hi to us at least once. Well, mm, that might be a little too far. But okay, well, I'm into it. Bridge too far. I think it would be really. The one fun. thing I would expect though is at least some skyline chili brought up from Cincy. They need okay. to bring Skyline Chili. Hold Skyline Chili. That might happen. So and listen up, and people. Steve case. is laying out his terms. You know what? I'd say a crave case. The minimum requirement <laughs> would be a crave case, a crave case Several. with jalapenos and a five-way party size, a party size five-way. So if you can do like a party size five-way and a crave case, or at least maybe one, maybe two crave cases might be the good move. But that would be a good, you know. And some graders. I wouldn't mind having some uh, graders from the source. So. There you go. Right. You know what? But I, you know what? You can leave the fucking getta down there because I don't yeah. need that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for this. Honestly, this sounds like a like. <laughs> it a does really sound like a really yeah. good idea. I am more than itching for some sort of overnight can we, blowout at the at Can the we compound. ride yeah. the SSRs yeah. in a scooter rally and well, be considered cool? Absolutely. Oh, uh, uh, this is all going to happen. I mean. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, so. Whether or not you're considered cool. That's a foregone cool conclusion. Is, Another right. thing. But. For the record, we've done more with less. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. Um, here's a something. If you're trying to sell your motorcycle, uh, just a little side. Uh, if you are trying to sell your motorcycle to a dealership and you tell the, mo- the dealership that your motorcycle is in A1 condition, uh, A1 condition, um, not although part of the normal rating scale, we usually like to work on 10. If your Honda CB250R has this uh, going on, it's not in A1 condition. For those so, just listening, there's for those scratches, listening, there's and broken things. Broken and- plastic on your motorcycle. Right. So if there's broken plastic on your motorcycle, it is no longer in A1 condition. Would that be like A3? Or do you go uh, right down yeah. to B? Yeah, we're going to go, so we might have to go with That a, was a B. That I'm going to have to say most the, most of the time the dealer doesn't notice that. I'm going to say that's a six with an asterisk. Looks like it's been tossed by an asshole. Um, so this smashed asshole. No, no, tossed no. by tossed by a dickhead who doesn't know how to ride. Um, he's already replaced the turn signals with LEDs because he broke off the OEM ones. Uh, that's the first sign and uh, whatever your sticker you've got in your gas tank to hide where your belt buckle took the paint off the gas tank is also supreme. no it's points given for that. It is a supreme douche nozzle. It is a supreme douche nozzle. I think you're right. Um, and if the bonus points too, if your right turn signals don't match your left turn signals, uh, that's great. If you've put on a Leo Vinci pipe and done nothing else to it, that's no not, bonus though, points. That's an eBay pipe with the Leo Vinci sticker. I think you're right. It is an eBay pipe with a Leo Vinci yes, sticker. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. a Dan fucking moto pipe. Dude, this guy took a fucking macro shot of the fucking tire that shows the goddamn <laughs> silica molecules. 
right? So, of course, the tire, to show that the tread was good, he literally got in with a fucking eBay microscope on his iPhone. I wonder I what like, tire that is. I like, well, no, the best part about no, it is OEM Bridgestone. The, Dude, best, is, the best part about the tire shot is there's only two inches in the middle used. Well, of course, there's two inches. <laughs> he, this thing has more chicken strips than fucking canes. It's more than tire. But <laughs> here's the thing about it is... When you close up on that, that looks like Cinch's ass crack. It does. It is so smooth. Devoid, devoid of hair. Oh, that's this uh, podcast brought to you by Manor 4.0 uh, from Manscaped. You too can have a crevice that looks like the tread of a 3,000 mile. I can see the far bubbles coming out of it. Right well, now. these are the OEM. Look, dude, Phil, can you use the Manscaped, the, the lawnmower 4.0 to take off tire knobs? Yes, you can. Yeah. Oh, tire titties. Now, but here's the no. weird thing. Nipples. Look, your bike has 3,800 original miles on it. Oh, God. Wow, that oh. was a loud Demonetized. You know who's really bad at playing Operation? Yeah. Dan. Dan. So uh, again, anyway, not to not to get into it, but this is a this is a legitimately nine year old CBR Honda CBR nine years old with thirty eight hundred miles on it. Do you know what else they forgot? The mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> so if your bike doesn't have any mirrors on it. How much does he want for that $500 bike? Exactly. Right. No, he wants a trade. He's thinking that it's worth $2,500 in trade in value. The bike runs tip top on an A plus to F grading scale. I would say it's an A to an A minus. I've attached several images and the oil was changed 800 miles ago. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Right. I'll let you go first. Go ahead. In today's market? Yeah. He might get it. He might get it. That's true. But not trading in. Yeah, there's He's a weird sell, there's a weird know? inflation thing happening right now that's so hard to understand at the moment. It's kooky and fucking weird. I if it's got a full tank of gas, there's, not, there's no inventory out there. There's, the inventory is not there. Chip shortage. Chip Dude, shortage. Every, there's a chip shortage. Every dick nozzle with the CB550. <laughs> and and we're looking at a fuel shortage coming up. So. No, we're not. It's still 279 no. at the corner gas station. No. Yeah, it is. No. Yes, I checked. Dude, I, I, not in North Carolina. I, filled, I filled nine hefty extra duty right. bags with gas last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have them and, in my right. And your Hummer blew up. I have yeah. rusted yeah. out 55-gallon <laughs> drums holding gasoline right go. now. So if you have a... 2000 and I mean, I got, I hate even talking about this 11, but like straight up legit. If you have, if you think you're sitting on a gold mine, if you're sitting there going, you know what? I've got this motorcycle. It's, you know, it's a 2012 CBR 250. One, it's, it's at this point, I hate to say it. It's nine years old. There's been two generations out since this. You're missing your fucking mirrors. I don't know what you're using for mirrors on this goddamn bike. I know it's got crash damage, battle damage on the left-hand side. I know the tires are OEM and dry as a fucking bone. <laughs> so they're no fucking good. You know, a nine-year-old sport bike tire that's the OEM tire that Honda put on to save money, which means it's probably a Bridgestone or a Cheng Shin or a Maxis or whatever. Wasn't there a little problem with some of those where they had to have the whole motor Yeah, there's a apart? bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a crank problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's never, nobody's ever had a problem with that. Mm. Also, what's going on right now with bikes for sale, yeah. right? Um, a lot of the vintage bikes that are asking big money, like five grand for a CB550, mm -hmm. like all original. Right. And then you read down through the thing, right. and it's like, except for the gas tank, yep. the side things, yep. the seat, the, the exhaust, front, the yeah. exhaust. Which all, is the trifecta. Yeah. Like, if you're buying a right. bike, you right. want nice bodywork, right. a clean gas tank, good exhaust, right. nice well, seat. Yeah. 
Thus the trifecta. The so, like, if, if you're selling this bike... Right. Add in a toolkit and a very clean title. Both right. keys and a clean title. But here's yeah. the thing. Don't lie to people. Say, I restored this fucking bike. The motor and the frame matches. It's a matching number bike, but I've done all this work. That right. appeals to me more than saying all original, and then right. you find out... Tastefully that, restored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Look, your bike is just... a. Your bike is just a starter bike. It's just a CBR 250. It's clearly been thrown down the road at least one time on the left side. The mirrors are fucking a wall because you broke that shit off. You got eBay goddamn turn signals on the fucking thing. Honestly, and your only how? claim to fame is you didn't ride it enough. Right. It's the only like, thing you got going for you is I can't go to a Honda dealership and buy one. But I mean, that's realistically, it. that's yep. your only thing. The only thing you have is it exists. That's it. But you know what? If you look around. There's a lot of bikes that exist. Uh, we had to do come- okay. So, but you do a CB, you yeah. do a search, yeah. for CBR on Craigslist right. or on Marketplace, right. and you know what you get? A bajillion two fifties and three hundreds. Well, yes. how much was he asking for this one? There are no six. He wants. To, he wants. No 1, 20, he thinks. He thinks it's worth twenty five hundred. Okay. Which it no is. To, it, no, it probably is to a dude that's like trying to buy a bike and there's none available right now. Right. But, but you're not walking into a shop and helping a professional. But the again. thing is, I mean, go find a cheaper one. Right. Then we'll again, find a cheaper one. Then but again, yes, it you is won't fuel find injected. It. Okay, but as a shop owner, as Phil is, how are you going to sell that if you buy? So here's it? the problem: is if you look at what what NADA, and honestly, guys, if you ever, if anybody comes at me with KBV values, you punch them in the dick. You're wrong, dude. I hate to be that way, but KBB is a puppet of the insurance industry and everything else. KBB has nothing to do with reality. Kelly Blue Book. Kelly Blue Book. Kelly Blue Book is a fantasy. Kelly Blue Ball. Yeah. Kelly Blue Book is a fantasy. <laughs> Go to NADA. NADA is the North American Automotive Dealers Association. It's actually based on bikes that changed hands and have fucking titles that disappeared, like, you know, into the ether and shit. Like, your bike was worth this. How do we know? Because this dealer paid that for it. Your bike was worth that. How do we know? Because this, this fucking chode paid that for it. So that bike's low retail. And honestly, when a bike has got broken parts and no mirrors and fucked up turn signals, I'm going to call that low retail. Yeah. It's 1900 in today's dollars. Yeah. Average retail, which generally to me means the shit's tip top and I don't need to do fuck all to it. That's 2500 dull hairs. And that's retail. That's retail. Right. So you need to make at least, what, 20 25%? If I can't make 25% on a used bike, go fuck your hat. Right. Honestly. Exactly. Right? right. Go fuck somebody else, right? But not joking. This bike sold brand goddamn brandy spanking new for 4100 bucks right so if it's 4100 bucks and it's 13 years old and you drove it off the lot right you're 50 right there so okay. so it's the- 2021 right so are you saying I, this and bike I, and i've i've rolled out and right. I'm, i went and got my permit right and i need a bike to ride exactly and i'm looking for a bike to ride right. yep guess what yeah, that looks great. It looks great. And for, it, it looks for, great. But for it, a consumer like that, it's probably not a bad price. Right. But as a fucking dealership or something, you're not getting. Dude, I got an R three. I got an R three. It doesn't look like doesn't look great to us because we're motorcycle fucking vampires. Exactly. Wow. And we don't but, fucking buy anything that we're not fucking stealing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That looks like a great deal. Right. That's what a two fifty. It's a two fifty. You could have a 1991 Suzuki Bandit four hundred. For the same price. For the you could same have four carburetors and no fuel injection, so fuck you. <laughs> and what is what is also a weird thing is here in the building with us is a Yamaha R3 that's a 2019. And how much is that bike, Phil? 4K. 
Okay. That ain't bad. And it only has 800 miles on it. And it hasn't been crashed. How many it carburetors? It hasn't been crashed. You lost has, me at 4K. It has one fuel you injector. You lost me at 4K. You, has, you lost me at 4K. All right, John, for you, 39.99. Wait a second. The tires aren't 14 years old. I'm looking yeah. for the minima, minimal right. cost to entry and, into the motorcycle and, market. You're absolutely right. And that's why certain dealerships might not even want to have this CBR2. Let's look at the reality of this. Yeah. The kids that are buying it, right. what's going to pull more tail? The Honda or the Yamaha? Neither. Oh. <laughs> Neither, yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but they don't know that yet. Right. I'm saying they don't know that yet. <laughs> exactly. No, it's going to be the R3 with the R1 sticker on it. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know, right. though. You know what? Yeah. I, I don't know what it takes to, to muster as a millennial today or as a young person I today. have no idea. Nick but does. Nick I certainly think that, actually. I have no idea. He's yes. virtually <laughs> married, and he collects <laughs> antique Italian cars. He's virtually 93 years old. Well, right, he might be older than any of us. <laughs> I, I, I rode here on a, on a 66 Superhawk. Exactly. No fucking clue. Realistically, of all the people I mean, in the room, dude. he might be the oldest guy here. And, the quintessential, and, I mean, the quintessential question here, yeah. though, is does a man capable of riding on two wheels right. pull tail or not? I don't know. Is it attractive to the female species? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, absolutely. I disagree. Not. I think there are some ladies right. out there like. I think, well, cool. not the that one that I care kicked. about. No, I think if you have a 90 good personality traits and you ride a motorcycle, no, it's, then it's, it's. Then you're Steve McQueen. And this goes back to what I've said before. Or Steve Hofford. I, or I Steve saw Hoffert. a guy today. <laughs> yeah. And this is, this is the epitome of it. Right. I saw a guy as I was filling up with gasoline. Because I'm afraid of the gas storage. <laughs> <laughs> How many bags did you fill? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just decided to fill my car up. Right. But uh, he was riding a Harley Davidson bagger, but he had the high bars and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But his whole demeanor said, I'm not getting laid anytime soon. He was a little, he was bigger than me. Right. Yeah. But more awkward. Not <laughs> more awkward, not graceful. Not, not the He wasn't have, carrying it well. He didn't, like have, I do. He didn't have the 14 inch slong that you do. He, he had small penis written all over him. <laughs> His clothing was not, you know, gray t shirt and jeans like me. <laughs> or ticks hanging off the back of your he head. He had no ticks. He had no ticks. <laughs> so wait, hold on. But he did have the, he had high bars. He had ticks high bars. Dicks. And he was wearing his loafers as he was riding. And I looked at that and I said, you know, what you own does this not make you. me. What you own does not make you cool. No. Right. No matter how cool you think the bike is right. that you're riding, <laughs> yeah. it does not make you cool. So you are what makes you cool. Right. And yeah. John is so cool. And when cool. you talk about women and if they like cool guys or if they like nice guys, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of car you have or whatever. No. It's no. you that that they're interested right and, it's and, what's on the inside and so last night well it's not all of that um, oh, last fact, night, i mean women really like i mean women do look at the outside quite a bit they last care about night, they care about your clothes they care definitely about your shoes last night four of us went to a bike night that that dan orchestrated and that we had a, a off, great Steve. a great a great assortment of bikes out front from a his vespa to my 850 to your verses to chris's janus to Nick's uh, KZ650 right. to uh, the other guy had a Triumph or something. What, what was the other? The yellow bike. The Triumph Thruxton. Thruxton. Okay. And uh, so we had this great diversity of bikes and all these people were all hanging out. John shows up and throws his, his head down and throws his thing and then ticks fly everywhere. Like he just <laughs> threw ticks at everybody. 
And like they were just like trying to suck our blood and drink our drinks. It was if I could terrible. throw about a hundred ticks right now, I'd throw <laughs> it at you. <laughs> it was like pig pen. <laughs> but but he blamed you. He blamed you. He said it's because Steve doesn't cut the grass at the fucking the. Wow! The wow! <laughs> you motherfucker! You wow. motherfucker! That's a bold statement. You motherfucker! I, I honestly did not see that bus coming. <laughs> Let alone so see you throw him under, under the bus. You are a snivelly little cock sucking <laughs> motherfucker. Dude, just fucked two of my friends at one time. Oh. Honestly, legit. Like, that was some goddamn Matrix shit. Holy Don't you fuck with the you sea, dude. fucked two people at one time. What, what an I asshole. What I said was that I was. Weed whacking some bullshit that had never probably been weed whacked before, oh. and that that's probably where I oh guess where the ticks are gonna be, where shit never gets fucked with. That's so right. I fucked with shit, and I ended up oh. getting ticked. It is hilarious though that I got ticked right after we had a conversation about ticks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying that I mow. I, I this one plant I go to, the people never mow, right. so the grass is this tall. Right. Yeah. And the ticks like tall grass, and they jump right on you. So every time I go there, I have to I have to detick myself. At the, at the shit plant, where are the ticks? There are none. Where the shit never gets fucked with. At the shit at the shit plant. No, at our the, plant. The they, plant. I can show you a picture right now that I sent to Nick this morning because I edged the sidewalks and everything. And I was buffing his penis a little bit. I sent him a picture. <laughs> this morning. He, fucking, he fucking legit landscaped the fucking. He man- like, I can show you a picture <laughs> yes. where Nick lowered the mower and like the grass is perfectly groomed. The sidewalks are perfectly edged. <laughs> there are no places where there is high grass and ticks no. living. If you would think. Did he use the lawnmower for <laughs> Seriously, we the grass green. We have the, the no, mower yes. that we use is a diesel-powered grasshopper. That two diesel. I mean, we have any anything you need to care for your fucking lawn. Zero turn, two zero turn, two, two zero turns. A John two Deere turn, with fucking pull hydraulics. Into not poo. There's, no, our the grass well, at my plant looks like a. Golf me, it looks like a golf course. I've been there. It looks like a golf course. It's, a golf course. it's amazing. And there's no well, smell. Shit golf course, there's no but. smell. Your plant is amazing. For the record, Both of you guys. It looks like Manakiki for Christ. It does. It does. It I looks got like fucking Manakiki. It does. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is a discount yeah. golf course. Which on is East literally. <laughs> yeah. It's it, amazing views of Squires Castle. I got married there the first time. I had my prom yeah, there. Yeah, the, the first time. There you go. Yeah, what a discount that was. I had my prom there. It is not LP compatible. My first wedding, I got married and I was. We had our reception at Manakiki, and so there was a downstairs that was closed off to our party. But yeah, I went down there, the and, were down and there, there was a bachelor party. So I ended up hanging out with the stripper <laughs> and all these fucking guys at the bachelor party at my fucking wedding reception. I wonder why that one went south. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Couldn't see that shit coming. No, yeah, no, geez, no. You know, yeah. holy fuck. So do you want to do something other than rat fuck you, these two guys? Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I never yeah, liked it anyway. <laughs> fuck these two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to hear a joke? Fucking dick. Always want to hear a joke. Fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) So so two cowboys are out on the range talking about their favorite sex positions. One says, I think I enjoy the rodeo position the best. I don't know what that I've ever heard of that one, says the other cowboy. What is it? Well, it's where you get your girl down on all fours and you mount her from behind. 
And you reach around and you cup her tits and you whisper in her ear, boy, these feel almost as nice as your sister's. <laughs> then, then you try to hold on for 30 seconds. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's the rodeo. The most politically incorrect podcast, podcast there ever was. <laughs> Brought so, to you by Manscaped. So Manscaped. <laughs> and One more 4.0. Exactly. And another, Safe skin technology. That's exactly it. Yep. You know what? He was, you 50, know what? And I, he was and 52, I, but he had the balls of a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so that last joke I tried out yeah. on Mrs. Smith, she laughed her ass off. So. <laughs> that's, I was like, what God you, bless a woman with a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you call the rodeo? What do you call the rodeo? I don't know. When you're fucking your girlfriend, you call her your sister's name by mistake. Right. Right. That's it. So um, who else brought a news story tonight? Because that was the homework. I did. Okay. Nick DeVito, you're to my left, so you're first. Yes. Uh, the Harley Davidson. Oh, shit. Okay, anyway. I'm going to go smoke a Here's the thing. And and I'm imparting my own bias into it because okay. I'm not a Harley Davidson fan. You're not even you're not even you're not even like bike curious. Excuse me, before that bottle of arrogant bastard goes away, I'd like another little sip. I mean, I don't oh, think it's too did much. Did Cam? To ask. Did you consult with Cam on this? <laughs> I did not. I did not. Here's the thing. Hey, Here's the thing. All right, I'll I'll let this shindig. Oh God, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Okay. I want to be completely right. honest. I wouldn't have thrown that to anybody else at this table, but I know John. <laughs> oh, God. oh no. Brown happy, fucking liquor. Happy 50th birthday. All right. To Steve so, Stitch, podcast listeners. Here. Yes. So, how, where are we at on the thing? Uh, two two minutes, hours and 30 two minutes. Two hours and 30 we minutes. We killed the bottle. We killed the bottle. Oh and more importantly, God. we have just literally pulled the emergency handle on John McElfresh. Yes, <laughs> oh. So, you know what I have to say? <laughs> two, two things. One, the podcast is only two hours long. Right. So, we're 30 minutes This happened that. way too late. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. All right, go ahead. Oh, I forget what Just I was before saying. Just before Harley. he starts wrestling Harley. with you. Uh, yeah, go Harley, ahead. Uh, the, the uh, certified pre-owned. I was breaking in a new guy today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we were so, pulling raw, and I taught him how to say raw. <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. Wait, you didn't put any, you didn't use lube on the guy, or is that... Harley Davidson. Trevor, he Trevor just went raw. Trevor doesn't require a little. Instead of coming out with you said coming. reasonably priced motorcycles, <laughs> has come out with a new pro, a new certified again. pre-owned program, <laughs> so that if you cannot afford a new Harley Davidson, right? Well, we've got a pre-owned five years old Harley Davidson. Yep, for seven dollars less. With your name on it, for exactly. seven dollars less. Yes, for for only seventeen thousand right. dollars. No, seriously, pre-owned. It's the it's the Lexus certified fucking sales thing that like Harley was like. Are we you interrupting this. Nick again? No, Why I'm did saying. Nick finish up. I'm for saying. No, like, I, no, I want to know, Nick. See. What's the price like differential? Is it really like that little of a difference between the Here's new the price thing. and the used price? Here's the thing, Steve. I don't know. I only know that I don't like Harley, so I'm going to say, fuck Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, Thank you. For God's and sake, that's a legit thing. We talked about this. 
we we brought this up, and we we uh, for the record, if you guys do, <laughs> every once in a while, accidentally, a blind squirrel finds a nut in the Cleveland Moto podcast, and I did come across some insider information about in podcast. I think it was number ninety one or ninety two. I, I I mentioned that Harley Davidson had been accumulating these traded in motorcycles, and they were saying if Steve came in or Nick came in with their dilapidated, you know, seven year old motorcycle, they would say, you know what, I'm going to give you more than that bike is worth on Blue Book. So you'll buy the new Street Glide that we have way too many of. And so they were giving people way too much money on their trade-ins, and they were sequestering these bikes in a giant warehouse just so that Jochen Zeitz, their new CEO, could come up with programs to stimulate Harley-Davidson do you think they did Myers. that? New sales? Do you think He's stimulating the new sales? Do you think they did that with knuckleheads and shit where they sucked them up no. to make them kind of no. like whatever? I, I should have hope so. like, I can't here's find the them. So here's the trick right now. John brought it up earlier when he said, but where do you find these used bikes? But where do you find a bike you can afford? And this is true. So Harley Davidson did this certified pre-owned thing, and we knew this was coming. If you listen to our podcast, you knew this was coming a couple of years ago. Yeah. But we we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Now it's happening. So now you can go to your Harley Davidson dealer and instead of buying a brand new 2021 basket weave 2000, <laughs> you can buy a fucking 1999 street glide that has been lightly used by somebody else who traded it in and ultimately thought they were winning when they were losing. When they said, but you know, if you can make my payments only 300 bucks a month, I'll take it in the ass. I mean, I'll take the bike. So that's what happened with this situation. They have to put a lot of trade in in vehicles. What this means, though, is a Harley Davidson dealer has to now make a decision. Am I going to sell Chris a two-year-old pre-owned bike, or am I going to sell Chris the 2021 that I need to sell a certain number of to get my bonus numbers or my financing? So these bikes will be financed through Honda dealers or Harley dealers. Go ahead, Chris. So don't don't they take those those trade in bikes, and just liquidate them back through the uh, secondary market? The, so they don't the auctions. So and yes, stuff? we used to. So that was a big thing. I'd go to these auctions all over the place, and we'd go and we see thousands of motorcycles, and seventy five percent of them were Harley <laughs> Davidsons. But by Harley Davidson keeping their own assets and pulling these bikes in as trade ins, what they're saying is, okay, we've got control of these now. If I can't sell you a new bike because you don't have the buying power, the capital to buy a brand new bike, yeah. I can entice you. And some of these numbers, as Nick's alluding to, are frightening because it's like $1,000 less than the MSRP in a brand new bike. Right. But because it's certified pre-owned and they've done a 97-point rectal inspection of the bike and they say that it's as good as it is, then they're going to let you finance it through the Harley dealer at an, a, a, a discount and a perceived better deal. But I'm going to warn you guys, we talked about third-party financing in a, a couple of episodes ago. And ouch. Ouch, right? Third-party financing is another way for why does my butt bleed? Right. Right, exactly. Well, and what about, what but about, aren't, they, aren't they ultimately nailing that guy who can't afford the big one yeah. into right. a Harley Davidson? That's exactly that, right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As a millennial, and I don't, I don't talk a whole lot as a millennial on this podcast. Not on that you old ass motorcycle. You don't mm -hmm. register as a millennial. As a millennial. <laughs> Same. For the third time. Right. I own a car to get me to and from work. Get Nick and Uber. Now, hold on. That's a sexy car. Not my point. <laughs> I, you race that, too. Yeah, also, not my point. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. As a millennial, not not me, right. but she as a... already makes you not a millennial all because right, all right. you race cars. Okay, yeah, you race Here cars. we go. Here we go. <laughs> as a millennial, I have a car 
Right. It's a Hyundai. Right. I have a house. Right. It's, it's a Hyundai. It's just what? a. It's oh, just put a house. your car two <laughs> steps. <laughs> All right. Okay. Keep, keep going, Nick. Keep going. I'm, I'm losing. Power I'm losing through, the audience. Power but. through. <laughs> Uh, as a okay, boomer, there's three <laughs> things that care that I care about. Okay, one, car, getting to work. Right. Two, house I live in. Right. Three, hobbies. Right. I do not want to spend more than five thousand dollars. Right. On a motorcycle. A motorcycle, absolutely. So there's no reason to to be honest with you Most honestly the, there is no reason right. to yeah so so when Harley comes out with this certified pre-owned program where you could buy a heart you, you know this is their their instead of having a budget line this is this is what they want to do mm-hmm. honestly that's that's kind of insulting mm-hmm. well on top of that did they address the problems that we have talked about extensively throughout the podcast? With some of these bikes with their fucking plastic valve trains and all the other shit. Like, did they address that? Like no. when Chain you, tensioners. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. When you buy, so like. Right. Are, are that is set? not the target market, and though. And that isn't the target it, market. It, exactly you know, right. and, and, yeah. and Nick's exactly right. And Nick, you're a millennial, but you're also a motorcyclist. Right. And, and so you've got a jaded view of Harley Davidson, whereas Harley Davidson spent a ton of money yeah. building a brand and, and some alliance to that brand. So I think that it would work for millennials who are doing well and have expendable cash to go in and spend 17000 right. on a certified well, pre-owned and, and, and also, you can afford anything with a payment. So if right. anybody looks at this program and says, oh, yeah, I could afford a Harley-Davidson for this amount of money, right. and it's only going to co- cost me this amount of money right. per month, then absolutely. True. As yeah. the joke we say around the shop here, look at these fucking millennials walking around like they rent the place. Right. And... Like that's what it comes down to is a lot of mentality, a lot of millennial mentality, or I hate to be that. Just there's a lot of people who exist in a world where they say, you know what? I know what my Netflix costs. I know what my phone costs. I know what my. Spotify. They think monthly. They don't think, they think long monthly. term. Right. And so, so if well, you can. And, and maybe I'm bold to say this, but yeah. I think I know more than the average millennial Absolutely. about motorcycles. Well, and that I know that you can get more value per money anywhere else other than Harley Davidson. Right, of course. But you're also yeah. ass- like you're ass- you're not assuming anything. I'm sorry, but like you're not typical of the people of your age, where like they're like, I don't want to work on it. I don't want to touch right. it. I just want to know how much it's going to cost me a month to own or do this thing. Then again, yeah. I will spend any amount of money to get my Honda Superhawk. To charge its freaking battery. (laughs) (laughs) Using legit Russian space program technology to make sure that his battery is charged. That statement alone. There's a million millennials that just kick you out of the club. Right. Because you're not. And it's true that he is marketing resistant. Right. Like he is not a traditional died in the wool as what we'd say because if he was a fucking legitimate millennial he wouldn't last five seconds here no he would hate us and fuck off and move on right and he'd be sitting on his phone right now playing his minecraft or instead, whatever instead right. instead let's yeah. look at the reality of this yeah. he's looking at like seven to eight men that are out of shape and broken and yeah. mostly alcoholic Wait, speak going for like i want to be this guy no he brought the <laughs> oldest bike here he straight up rode up in the goddamn model t yeah like he showed up in the bike we talked about when we were right about what is the best bike overall, which is any Superhawk. Right. How right. do you know it's the best bike? Because he rode yeah, one here. He rode so he rode from Acorn. Yep. Right. 
So the with fact the that I rode, stand, I rode an hour here with the not, not being able to make a proper right hand turn and bump started the fucker, <laughs> right? Because so his kickstart yeah. or his kickstarter was at 180 degrees okay, opposite of where down. it should be. Look, it has a priapism <laughs> and priapism. it pointed in the wrong way. <laughs> So his his kickstart, I looked over and I was like, kickstand on the left. What's that on the right? It's an extra kickstand. No, it's his kickstarter. He's so strong. He kicked his kickstarter clean through. Right. And if you know anything about superhawks, they kick backwards. Right. So they kick forwards, which is backwards. So the Kickstarter on a Superhawk kicks the wrong way. And he kicked it so hard, he kicked it into the, what do they call that? The upside down. Twilight Zone. <laughs> no, he kicked it into the upside down. Right, right. He kicked it into the upside down, and it worked still. Well, here's the thing. Is it, Fuck it, that. Stranger well, Nicks. At the gas station, about halfway <laughs> here. At the gas station, about halfway here, right. I, I, I kicked it to get it started again. Right. It did not start. Yeah. It, the kickstart got forced straight down. It literally went to the ground straight. <laughs> and it got stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> it did. So what was, your, what was your solution? You just uh, push start the. Well, bitch. yeah, I, I, he bump started. Bump started. It. It. Do you know why? He's Not smart. a millennial. Right. Well, I wasn't going to miss the podcast. No, he yeah. wasn't. <laughs> and he wasn't going to push things the, first. And he wasn't going to push the bike 15 bike Reason, miles home reasons, like he yeah. normally does. Reasons, uh, Nick, is, normally reasons does. Nick is not a millennial. He owns a Superhawk. Also well, true. He right. thinks like a human being. And I won't and ask anybody to help me when my Superhawk breaks. It right. is like straight. I will ask you for help if you're smarter than me. Right. <laughs> so right. if you're not smarter than me, I'm not going to ask you for and help. there's not a lot of people that are smarter than Nick. Well, he showed up and he asked the two people who are both legitimately at this table qualified to work on super hawks he asked both of us and what did we do the shortest distance between two points take the kickstarter off rotate it 70 degrees reinstall it tighten the shit out of the pinch bolt and give it to boot you know what it did it started fucking started (laughs) you know why fucking super hawks are legends yeah yeah 60 year old motorcycle and you know what it said i don't care why it's in the list Right. Yes. Well, exactly. That's, why it was that's our true. Best that's pick. true. And it's we the could only talk for days about the reverse kick and all the gears and everything yeah. and yeah. how a Kickstarter yeah. works and right. everything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when your Kickstarter is facing the ground, take it off, and make it face the sky. Make it face the sky. <laughs> again. And my but, worst case scenario was I was going to ride it to the podcast and then just use a 13 millimeter exactly. wrench to take the kickstart lever in your pocket. off. Put it in your yeah. pocket and bump and, start and it bump like start a man. It. Yeah, exactly. Dustin, Dustin Elliott. Right. When Dustin built his CB350. Oh. Yeah, right? When Dustin built his CB350, Dustin took the fucking electric starter off Mm -hmm. and put it in a box. Yeah. Plugged the hole. Plugged the goddamn hole. It's got a man starter on it. That's what he said. It's got a man starter. But this Dustin. Dustin's a cool guy. Like well, that. okay, yeah, but and yeah. while he's running his after, you know, he went and bought some Acunis for it. Yeah, took off the original. Oh, he got cars. his flash slides on and the whole deal. Yeah. Well, it wasn't yeah. quite running perfectly. Not didn't quite. Stalled at every fucking light. How's your man starter doing for you now, buddy? That guy got yeah. so Everybody proficient. Everybody just took off, and now you're fucking trying to find neutral and kickstart the fuck. He was so good at bump starting that CB350. <laughs> the dude could bump start it backwards. Like He was straight up. He could roll it out of a parking lot backwards and bump start it. We caught, wanted to call him Daffy because he was so good to duck walking duck that walking. thing into oh a start. Dude, God. It was, we would all leave the light, and we'd look in the rearview mirror, and we'd see Dustin's legs flailing wildly, <laughs> bump starting a CB350. Try to fuck start your CB350. Exactly. You know fun. what? You know what? As a millennial who doesn't give a shit about motorcycles but not working ass. right but 
Well, no, but <laughs> I but really thanks for thinking. I really wish my Superhawk still had working electric start. Yes, absolutely. And it can. And it, it can. can. It can, yes. It can. And I don't know what has killed your electric start, but I know it killed my electric start. Yeah. What killed your electric start? So the starter sprite so you have the starter spray yep. clutch yep. on the back of the flywheel. Yep. And it has three pan head bolts. And they usually come loose and they come in contact. Mm-hmm. And when they get loose, though, it lets the starter sprag housing, mm-hmm. which holds the springs and the three rollers, then that cracks. Yep. Mine cracked. Yep. And so then you just have to, I took my flywheel off. I took, I gutted it. Wow, I made you've it had, start only. You've had limited experience with these bikes, apparently. Yes. Mm. Yes. Very limited experience. As we can, as we can all tell you, if you've ever owned so, a Superhawk. I don't know where you are with your electric start, yeah. but that's what happened with mine. Well, for, for me... Really, it's just the the starter motor is dead. The, no, the motor yeah. itself is actually yeah, complete. yeah. And I I bought yeah. a replacement right. that worked for about two minutes, right? And it's it's dead. Yeah. Um, it, have you thought of a brushless motor conversion? Come honestly, on. No. honestly, what, I mean, realistically, what you should do is take the motor off, take it apart. Clean it. Yeah. Run a hacksaw blade in between the communicator, the, right. the little copper. Commutators, yeah, the commutators, yeah. and and then put it back together, and yep. then let it put it all with new brushes. You can buy a rebuild kit. Well, but is your throw own- the rebuild kit at it, yeah, and then hook it up to a jump box or something like that, and just let it spin freely for like yeah, 15, burn 20 it. minutes. Yeah, let it yeah. run, man. Just let, let it run. It, let it bed itself back it in, and install it back on the bike. When you I, bought the new starter for yes. your uh, Superhawk. When you bought the new starter, was it, it wouldn't a have new, been a new starter? No, well, that's, no, no, no. no, that's my question. It was right. a different. Starter. It was a different. That's starter. my point. Yes. Is it was a different starter yes. because the motor that we put on your bike after Chris blew it up. So Chris blew it up the first time when it had its original motor in it, and then we took the motor out of the red bike, mm-hmm. which was a sweet ass motor, mm-hmm. and we took that motor out and put it in your bike, the bike that you now have, and so. It's a sweet ass motor. It's a sweet ass motor, but it does an electric go, start. Are we going full disclosure on yeah, that motor? Yeah, go ahead. So that motor, I actually had it apart. Yes. Yeah. That motor, when it came through here, yep. the cam was out of index. Yep. And that bike yeah. wouldn't run. It wouldn't run. So yeah. I actually, you know, I was like, it feels like, eh, don't take it apart. I'm like, it's got to come. That's apart. what I said. Yeah. It's. I'm like, it's. And it, it took me all of about two or three hours. Yeah. To totally take that motor out of the bike. Yeah. Take the top end. John yoinked it down like like that. It's, yeah. it's I looked in I looked in the spark plug yep. hole, which we've talked before. We talked I'm about like, it before. The valves yeah. are not working at the right, right time. Right. Took it apart, put it back yep. together, fucker fired on one. Yeah, pick. John was like, this motor's out of index. That's the only complaint with that thing. Because the bike was the bike had this really kick-ass patina. Yeah. So the bike had this beautiful patina, like it was just like Texas even patina. And I was like, this motor. It had been painted, and then it had been repainted again. And then it sat out in Texas, and it kind of crackled up. Bingo. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I was like, this motor doesn't have a lot of miles on it. Somebody fucked this bike up. And John was willing to go in and and pull the top end and and straight up re-index the top end. And because he was willing to do that, we, we resurrected a motor that didn't have very many miles on it. And so that's the sweetheart motor. That was the bike that we were going to use as a race bike. So we thought it'd be a fun Arma bike because there aren't too many super sports running in Arma, uh, super Hawks running in Arma. And I was like, this is a pretty good platform for us to take everything and just go straight OEM with it and just build it as a period correct race bike. And then Chris blew his motor up. And then when Chris blew his motor up, we were like, we need a motor real quick. Right. 
And rather than taking his blown up motor, which was legit blown up, we decided to well take. Well done, Chris. I'm an overachiever. Yeah, you <laughs> Okay, are. John, Chris blew that motor up. Like, that motor was legit cooked. And he used way too much teeth. The motor was very upset. No, it was more like, it was. It, 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 I can tell you this right yeah, now. Yeah. I could blow my motor up yep. in my Superhawk pretty easily. Easily. Yeah. But I've, I know that yep. when I go, you know, like, I've taken it out on the highway. Yep. And sure, it'll do pretty nice. It's happy at 55. Would 60. you say that you were going 70 miles an hour or greater when that motor popped? Uh, no. Probably 60. 60? Right. I was at 72 when I burned a hole in my uh, right piston. Right. Exactly. And how long did you think it had driven? Yeah. Like, like, did you drive 20 miles or drive 30 miles or 50 miles? I drove from route... Like 58? 611. 611. Okay, yeah. Back to Rocky River. Yeah, so 25, 30 miles. But I limped. Right. Let me relate relate this little experience to you. When I... One day, thought I would ride over to Bruce's house. Right. On my Superhawk. Mm. On the highway. I took it out on the highway. Yep. I can tell you right now, my Superhawk has a slapping piston. Yep. I, I know that there are We know it's doing going that. Going yeah. on in there. Right. And I took it out on the highway, and I took it up to 55. Yep. Then I took it up to 65. Yep. Then I took it up to 70. Absolutely. And then I said, mm, then I was starting to hear weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> then i took it down to 65 right then i took it back down to 60 right i was still hearing weird sounds yep. all the way to bruce's house it was done yeah and when i got off the exit at bruce's house after yep. riding at about 60 mile an hour yep it was going yep it was finished and i rode to bruce's house and i you know did my thing when i came home i rode home at a, at 60 miles an hour yep mm-hmm. yeah the bikes were made to go 100 mile an hour, and I'm sure it would go Chris's 100 miles an hour. Chris's bike and the original motor went 100 miles an hour because I did it on 237, mm. yeah. and I hit that bump by the airport at 100 miles an hour on the Superhawk, and now that's not GPS confirmed. That's indicated, so we all know that's bullshit. It's probably 92 or something like that, but I hit that thing, and that bump woke my ass up. Because the suspension was 1966. I got to say. But I've come to the realization that yeah. now my Superhawk, and especially when I went through my Superhawk, when my buddy bought it yeah. many years ago, yeah. and then I bought it back from him, and it's nobody's gone through it and adjusted the valves, right. adjusted the timing, yep. cleaned the carbs, yep. done everything that you should do to a bike right. that's been in operation for yep. now almost 20 years. You got it. Since I first resurrected it from the original owner. Right. That when I give it full throttle, yeah. when, I, when I give it throttle and I give it some more, and then all of a sudden I give it more throttle, but it doesn't seem to go anymore. It doesn't go anymore. I know that something's wrong. That's and right. And I need to give it less throttle. Less throttle, and then it goes I faster. Need to, I need right. to come it right back yeah. into that little comfort. So it's yep. like- When you give I'm, it less I throttle, know, it goes faster. I know yeah. only from a lot of experience. And it's not- I'm not trying to shame you, Chris. No <laughs> <laughs> worries. I, I only know that there's a certain point where I know where if I go too hard- and it starts loose. It gets hispy. Right. That that's where shit's going to go bad eventually. Well, there there is. I know where to, to come say. back into the sweet spot and just just yeah. just hang there. However, Chris, the day after I bought your Superhawk, right, I put a new battery in it, yep. and I rode it probably over a hundred miles, up through uh, like uh, up to the east side of Cleveland, up along the shoreway, and and to the west side, and down back to Akron, and. On the highway, uh, I 
I think I did hit like an indicated 100 miles per hour. So you told me about it after you did it. Well, and and also yeah. I I I passed the the Cleveland Moto truck. Right. It was uh, I, I was, Sparky on, was I was literally Sparky's yeah. driving the truck, and he's like. A Superhawk just went by me at an incredible rate of speed. <laughs> and I was like, I think, I'm pretty sure that's Nick. And he's like, are you, said, are you sure it was a Superhawk? And he's like, absolutely. It was, and, and, and Sparky was like, it's Chris's Superhawk. And I was like, well, was it wearing neon? And he goes, no, it wasn't wearing neon. I was like, that's Nick. And he's like, he was going a thousand miles an hour. And I was like, okay, all right. So we have verification. That bike was because that red motor was hot. That red motor was a super hot motor once you dialed it in. And so going 100 on it was exactly what Soshiro Honda indicated. Yeah, it's what Soshiro Honda meant for the bike to do. But he didn't mean, well, I don't know if he meant for it to do that 60 years later, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of the ponies of are expected why to leave the state. That bike is best being a nice toodle around town. Yeah. Now, if I took my Super Hawk yeah. and I took the top end down. Yeah. I honed it out, yeah. or I put new pistons, rings, and everything, and yeah. rebuild it from the top. I did a whole new top end rebuild, re-cleaned my carburetors, yeah. reset my valves, did everything, and restored it back to its prime pristine. And I would certainly feel more comfortable doing 70, 80, 90, 100 miles an hour on it. I have a Honda Dream But I know right now, now that it is not it that bike it. anymore. Dude, I have a Honda Dream. And there's, for some reason, my bike... Yeah. Is fantastically louder than your bike. It is way That's louder. True. Even though yeah. both of our bikes have the baffle. Identically. However, however, I have just recently replaced the little rubber seals that go between the head pipes yep. and the muffler. I feel that that might yeah. be a problem. That's a big mind. problem. I, yeah. I put the, I put the muff the, or the the new seals on. Those mine. are silicone. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think it actually made my bike louder. Huh. Well, your bike not, sounds nice. I'm not really yeah. sure why, but I yeah. will not ride my Honda Dream. Any way, shape, or form, any way like I would ride. On a good day, your Honda Dream would do 80 mile an hour. Look, I won't ride it the same way I rode my Super It should really not be ridden more than 55. Um, I had... And you guys were busting my balls about wanting to buy a 400, and you guys are fucking like, this bike won't even go 70 miles an hour. Well, <laughs> well this, okay. is, this is oh, a 305. Wait, okay, so we all got... We got to... We got to you're the type of person <laughs> that's got to bring it all back to you. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, so... My ego Dan, did huge. you bring a news story? <coughs> yeah, this is a great one. Did you hear Brembo has a new motorcycle? Is this going to be a three and a half hour podcast? No, no, it it's is. Actually, no, but I know the story. The, yeah. the new story the new is really Jesus good. The new Santa motorcycle brake caliper. First look. What do you think is special about this brake caliper? Brembo. Uh, what's what's magic about the new brake caliper? It's a it's four piston caliper. Nope. It uses human skin as the <laughs> braking medium. <laughs> it is not aluminum. It is made out of uh, forged stainless steel. I have no idea, but no. Yeah, that's what, not it. What is it? It's ABS. It has LEDs built into it. <laughs> no, what? that's good. That's good. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. Brembo, so guys who know uh, Brembo and J1, so J1 breaks J J U A N. Yeah. Uh, so Brembo just Bought officially them. officially made it official that J1 and Brembo are the same thing now. And right? that was right. on what zeros and stuff, right? Oh, everything. Yeah. There's did did, Bray, did Brembo buy? <laughs> I said Bray one. Did, did Brembo buy a J1 or did J1 buy Brembo? No, Brembo. Brembo, Brembo, Brembo bought J1. Yeah, Brembo paid okay. for J1. 
And so J1s have been used on all kinds of stuff all over. And Brembos have been used on all kinds of stuff all over. And then there's Indian Brembos, which are mm. not Brembos, right. but they're made for Brembo in yeah, India. Brembo. And then there's eBay there's Brembos, which are plastic covers that go over your normal brakes. Yeah. And say Brembo on the side. Are the Brembo. Indian Brembos co- covered with cow shit? <laughs> they smell like it, though. I can tell you that. We 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 have a lot of experience with those. So, yes, Brembo is all over the place now, but Brembo did purchase J1. Okay. So now bringing them into the same tent, as it, so to speak. But you're right. They do have LED emitters. Hmm. So they built LEDs into the goddamn calipers. What okay. purpose does the... I, I, I'm trying to wrap uh, my... my, my I think what? they, they uh, said uh, that it could flash error codes or yep, something. Yep, that's so, what they said. Mm. And here's what's crazy. So, so there's a wire coming somewhere from your battery to those calipers. No, no they, they they are they, self-energizing. Self-energizing. And so you think you okay? So I'm what rusty. Probably, so what they're what? <laughs> so they, I have to assume. So if you if you told me to right. design a caliper, right. yeah, that yeah. had LEDs that would. Be energized not by the bike's right. battery, right? But by the brake system itself. Yep, you got it. I would throw a neodymium yep. magnet Absolutely. into the yep. disc mm-hmm. that passed past some sort of coil, yep. right? That created energies, right? That would then light up those LEDs, yeah. based on some format parameter. Right. Yep, yep. You got that it. If the brake pads That's got exactly too close, yep, they made contact. They yep. they closed that circuit. Yep, yep. And an LED lit up. But they're closing the circuit every but time they touch the but, disc. But they're illum- but they're illuminated for awesomeness. Are they illuminated yeah. all the time? I'm going to tell right, you. Right. Are they? Are they? Are they, like, are they like green when they're good, and then they turn red when they're bad? Or are they just? Brown. Are they just blue because it looks good? Dan, <laughs> little boy blue. I don't think it really needs the money. Say. Just <laughs> it legitimately said it will flash error codes, uh, and that's as far as the story went. Is it? Well, did now say, you're talking flashing, so that means that there's oh, some logic. There's in some that. logic in there. So there's a chip. There's a board. Well, and there's I also know. there's also laws that say that you can't have certain colors and right. certain flashes. Exactly. And Here's stuff. an interesting thing: if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's, Homo Depot, Homo Depot, that's just Home what Desperate, I say. I mean, right? Right. I, no deprecation. Exactly. Here's what no I'm saying. Homo. My wife and I, I had to replace the sink in the bathroom not long ago. And so I'm looking through all the the faucets in the bathroom. We have very few rules about what kind of faucets we can have. But I noticed that one of the faucets, when you turned the faucet on, blue light came through the water. Does it change color when it's hot? Nope. It was $5 more. That's UVC. It's actually sterilizing the water. So I got for $5 more than the regular faucet. Mm -hmm. I paid five bucks more and I got faucet that when you turn it on, blue light comes out on your hands. Is there a bidet with like brown light? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You said I would also pay more for that. I heard comes on your hands. So, yes. So, So now in my bathroom, if you're at my house and you go to the bathroom and you wash your hands, your hands will be illuminated by beautiful blue light as you're doing it. Phil, and, how is it powered? Ah, thank you for asking that, Nick. I could not understand the way this thing was powered Water because I was like, thank you. How do they power this fucker? So I took it apart because in my house, if I don't understand something, I take it apart. Don't ask my cat about that. I did okay. it with my wife, so, and now I'm getting arrested. Exactly. Like, oh. My cat is very angry about me, but now I know how a cat works. <laughs> so, so my neighbor... Yeah. It's the guy who developed the self-flushing toilets. Uh-huh. 
He lived beside us for yeah. a period of time. <laughs> he was like, and somebody one, needs and, to and flush and these no, goddamn toilets. He was like, Microfresh, flush your toilet. For fuck's sake, man, flush your toilet. No, I mean, like, your bowl is proud. When you see the Sloan, his last name yeah. is Sloan. Oh, uh, he developed the self-flushing toilets that yeah. you see at every truck stop. Right, right, right. That when you walk yeah. away, they flush themselves. Of course they do. This guy engineered that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very quickly, like it's a little tiny camera that's looking at your dick. We're moving away. <laughs> Goodbye. He made a lot of, of money. Of course and was, he did. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I got this stupid thing, and you're right, thank you, about the water turbine. So I took, I was wondering, I was like, how often do we need to replace the batteries in our water fountain? Because right. again, batteries, look, they sell you the cool toy, they make the money on the batteries, right? right? We know that. That's how vibrators work. The whole industry is based on buying batteries. <laughs> so energizers, the money behind every toy. You get hooked, if you're brave you enough. Go back. Exactly. If you're brave enough. So I took the goddamn thing apart, and when I took it apart, I realized there ain't a goddamn battery in it. Not a button cell, not a nothing. Nothing. No batteries. Why? Because what you said is exactly right, Steve. It has a little tiny turbine in it. <gasps> if you're not impressed right now, you should be impressed. Yeah, very Ins- impressive. Inside the thing that I use to get poop off my hands right. is a tiny, 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 tiny electro turbine that makes electricity into LED illumination and makes the water turn blue. And when I put my hands under it, it's an adequate amount of light to light up the entire bathroom to let me know where to put my hands to wash them at three o'clock in the morning. Well, and that, that is really super impressive because that is an added feature that is no cost to you. It is using the water pressure. Right. Out, yeah. of the, out of the out of the spigot. The spigot, yeah, yeah. exactly. Which, right. if they could do that to a toilet, I'd probably stop pissing on the floor at three exactly. a.m. fucking day. Right, you know? if the energy of lifting the lid... Oh, contraire. <laughs> you only flush the toilet after you've after pissed. You Come on, my no, man. I'm saying no, if a proximity they had, sensor. If they so, had, oh, I'm going to flush the toilet to light up the lights no. so that I can piss. No. So it flushed it restored the energy to John. a battery right. and you lifted the lid right. it would now light you're up. adding a battery you motherfucker right. no, you, it's a capacitor right. it's a battery it's an ultra that, that capacitor. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. there you go so now we're gonna get into this fucking okay. round because we all know that the bat pack capacitor does not fucking work <laughs> no. how often do you pee shut your fucking hole Ow. <laughs> no dairy twist. Shut shut oh, my God. Oh All right. God. Steve, did you bring a news story? I have uh, two small ones. The first one is John's not getting dairy twist tomorrow. <laughs> the fuck you say? Did you hear about the farmer who took a... Did you took a rake to the nutsack? No. He woke up, he had two acres. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 40 Shut your fucking hole. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to have to edit that out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that, man. Oh. Why do you want to give him more work? So I work 40 45 <laughs> hours a week plus this shit, dude. Come on. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to get lectured by you. Hold on. <laughs> Let... <laughs> Let, let the turd herder talk. Uh, 40% of the people that buy electric vehicles go back to gasoline vehicles. Yeah, absolutely true. That's a thing. That and right? it's based huh. on and yep. the demographics are mostly or more women Yep. and mostly more runners because yep. they figure that they don't have access to a level two charger 
and the vehicles don't have the style, the range, or the ability to charge fast enough for huh. their tastes. Really? I'm raising my hand. Yes. I'd like to speak because, right. interestingly enough, because for the compound. As long as you do not shout. I will not shout. I'll talk about regular. Get your pile into the mic, please. Okay. I'm, I'm trying or to talk. Just, just talk. All right. <laughs> I mean, I thought that worked okay. No, I mean, you're fine. You're I thought fine. we have Go a ahead. sound there engineer who can turn up uh, levels and turn down levels and stuff like that. But okay. So for the compound, I was looking at some electricals to try to get electrical and try to set up like an RV setup. Mm -hmm. And so a 50 amp hookup to buy the plug is only like $17. Oh. So I don't understand why to get to a level two, which would be a 50 amp hookup, would really be that big of a deal. No, because it's a runner. They okay. said that these people are renters, so that again, their landlords wouldn't want to sell again with a I'm a renter. So Are you? Are you paying Steve for parking your R V at his Well compound? actually that's a conversation that Steve and I are gonna have. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. About how we're gonna get power from the house to my R V <laughs> <laughs> and who's gonna pay for that. Yeah, the and bus how that's all gonna yeah, work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, to Get a 50-amp hookup for an RV or for your level 2 charger would cost about $17. Oh, interesting. So, so it would cost you $17. It would cost me $17 <laughs> yeah. because I could hook it all up right, and right. everything, yeah. and I'd be able to plug my level 2 but charger in. But you have to look at the drop. I mean, if... Depending on how you do it, you have to look at the drop, the breakers, the you have to put in a breaker box. I mean, we might be the, we might be at a hundred dollars. I was gonna say that we might be at a hundred dollars to yeah. buy the ten ten by three conductor wire to right. run a two twenty line yeah. out to wherever your bike would right. sit, yeah. and then to put the three prong plug. No, it's not and everything I mean, like that. I mean, I could do this fairly absolutely. easily yeah. to get level. You could have that out right out front here. Shit, John no knows problem. how to turn two phase into three phase through I the don't. use of an electric motor. I don't, right, I don't really know that. Yeah, yeah, I thought we did. I think we talked about that yeah, one you, time. Well, you or can, even yeah. turn. Yes, right. I yeah, mean, yeah. Well, well, actually, they, they have. They have actually have units that will turn uh, one phase into three into phase. three phase, yeah. Because it's basically an electric motor that makes turns one phase into three phase. Absolutely. Three yeah. hours and six minutes in case anybody's okay. wondering. Yes. All right. My so other news story is a, it's a, a rotary transformer. Is rotary transformer, is. exactly. It applies to everybody here. If you drink a lot, your chance of having a heart attack or stroke is 20% reduced. Yes, a new study oh, out. hell yes. So I figure that applies to everybody in this room. Yeah, because you know what? When I, drink, stroke. when I drink too much, there's absolutely no well, chance of getting a stroke at all. You need to drink more. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we did good. Well, they we said moderate first... drinkers, which are more than what they recommend, which is one and two, one for females, two for males. Okay. They only get a 10% boost. Okay. But people who drink more than that get a twenty percent. Heavy boost. drinkers, they're not heavy. Yeah, moderate drinkers. Moderate. <laughs> I consider myself. So wait a, a second. Dan somehow, Dan somehow still managed to have a stroke. Somehow, Dan had a stroke. <laughs> Legit. Dan's one of the best drinkers I know. Yeah. Quality, quantity. Dan's right. a pro. Yeah. Can we discuss? Dan? There is hands down none better than Dan. Dan is a great drinker. Let's, all, let's get all oh, of Dan. Dan, small hand. Exactly. Can we, can we discuss Dan for a minute? Any brewery in the city of Cleveland, Ohio, right. that you walk into, yeah, the owner, the owner's friends, 
the owners, the whoever owes money to the owner, right? Yeah, and other true. people all come out to greet them. Yes, bring out beers that nobody else gets. Right. They're like, this is the normal menu. This is your menu. When it he comes to beer Dan, royalty, yeah. when it comes yeah. to putting alcohol in your face, Dan is the Dan fucking guy. Is a fucking yeah. goddamn guru. Case in point. Pusher. Last Case night. Point. Last night. <laughs> Noble beast. We show up. My okay. My wife happened to say, "I'd like motorcycle ride." Right. With a beer. Right. And so Dan had I happened to see the text messages and then going back. shortly after that, well, she shaved her snatch. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Manscaper oh. 4.0. Oh, boy. I'm not saying that's wrong. I mean, I'm. <laughs> she did sometime. I don't know when, it, but. It was not a quid pro quo. Well, it was, after I, it was after I spent time with her and I told her she might want to bring it down a little bit, just for you. I was trying to help you out. We were bit. sniffing around a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Right, right. <laughs> but anyway. We went down to Nobel Beast, and uh, Peggy ran. I was on the bike for, well, I claimed that my mask fell out when we were riding down there. Turns out I really forgot to bring one. I was like, run in there and go see if they have a gratuitous mask. She came back out and said, there's no tables. I looked at my text messages, and Dan had already texted, we have a table for more than eight people. Blah, 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 blah. Right on, dude. I'm like. Go in there and give me a mask. We're going in. Party on, Wayne. She was kind of pissed at me. She, I didn't tell her that I knew that some of my friends would already be there. Uh, because if you tell her that, no, 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 no. then it's going to be all. It's awful. not a spontaneous romantic event right. if yeah. your friends are holding yeah. a table for you. You know what I mean? Like, at one point, it was like, well, we're done. We got to go someplace else. Absolutely. And I'm like, no, we don't. Hold on. Let me make a phone call. I know, Dan, I know. I know Dan Crompke. Dan Crompke. I got there after you guys got there. And I was like, I'm trying to meet my friends. I'm like, who are you meeting? I'm like. Well, there's a guy named Dan. Oh, oh, Dan, he's right over here. Oh, no, no problem. Oh, and they oh, yeah. moved people out of my way, yeah, exactly. and they sat there. The and red then, carpet rolled out. Right, right. Exactly. And then we sit down, and we're all sitting there. Then, like, the owner, the owner's friend, three other people came out. They're like, oh, my God, Dan. Oh, thank you for gracing us with your presence. Here's some beers that we don't even offer other people, but we'll offer them to you. Like, how's it going? Like, <laughs> I'm calling that waitress a little bit of a smoke show. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Saying, uh, she was wearing, like, fucking, like, armor and shit on her because she fucked up so many dudes. I think she, like, yeah, it was, there, there was a Put lot. Put me on of, a list of fucked up dudes. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Yeah. Did you bring a news story? I had a news story. Trap I made some news out. about it. I left him in my hoodie. Okay. Um, the bottom bottom line of my news story was about um, it was about a methodical troubleshooting. So when you're doing troubleshooting, it, this was a Psycho World article. You know, most people wouldn't read, but I, I, I'm into the whole thing. Kevin Cameron, we appreciate the, the respect. We respect the engineering. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. You're smelling what I'm stepping on. I am totally, I'm picking up what you're laying down. But he was talking a little bit about, about how certain people in his life, although they weren't mechanics, they were excellent troubleshooters mm. because they had were methodical thinkers. For instance, like his mother, his father had been working on the car or whatever, and she came into the picture and was like, well, you know, she looked at the situation. The babysitter's got axle grease on her tits. Her car <laughs> broke down. So rather than calling Papa Pisan, she went ahead and popped the hood. Right. She's a methodical thinker. Well, in reality, if my car is not working, right. there should be some physical display right. of it not working. Of it not working. So let me try to take a look at what is yeah. at the engine area. Use my resources. And what she found was, oh, I have found a dangling wire. Aha. 
if I have a dangling wire, there must be a place where that wire should go. Mm-hmm. And upon further inspection, she found some place where that wire should go. Right. And so she placed that wire and, into and that place. And everything worked. And lo and behold, right. the car worked. So Well done, yes. There should be a method to your madness when right. you were working on your motorcycle or anything you were working mm-hmm. on in right. your life in entirety. Right. Put yourself in the place of either a technician or yeah. maybe a scientist. In in reality, when you were working on a motorcycle, you were conducting experiments. Yep. Each little process is an experiment in and of itself. So if you're trying to get spark, you're conducting yep. various experiments that would indicate that would either get you spark or not get you spark. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there are various mm-hmm. things, you know, one of the things that, and this article went into like, yep. The accountant, you know, these guys were working on a motorcycle exactly. and then an accountant came along and he came and was like, well, what I would do is I would pull one, I would pull all the fuses out right. I would pay them and I would replace one in at a time. And when I replace, as I replaced right. them, when I got spark or when right. I got something to work. Right. So make sure that when you were working on something, you're trying to troubleshoot something, yeah. you were doing it in a methodical way. You don't want to do a number of things all at once. You don't want to clean your carbs change your spark plug, right. set your timing, do all these things, and then start it up, well, then you haven't really figured out what the problem was That's to right. begin with. So you want to do one process at a time and sort of empirically figure out what your problem is before you... Steve, you've got a question. No, to your point, um, a huge thing, if your bike won't run, check all the fuses first. I had with my FZ09... Like, everything was cool. I, re- I went to ride with you guys, and it wouldn't start. And I said, fuck it, and I took another bike. I came back, and I'm like, what would cause this? And I went through everything, and it was a fucking 30-amp fuse. Well, I was That's a big one. Yeah, mm. the thing, but whatever. It was just like, so I went through all the fuses. I found one that wasn't. I replaced it. Boom, started right the fuck well, up. Well, my bike only has one fuse, <laughs> and when it blew, it nothing worked. Nothing so, works. Right. Yep. Well, so I'm just saying, like, like you know what you can but, replace that with? A quarter. Yeah, well, but, but, I did, and then it just broke everything a else. A twenty-two caliber bullet. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying is, is but like, as a methodical troubleshooter, right? You said you knew you blew a fuse, right? So you could have gone and looked at the wiring yep. schematic methodically, right? You could have come at it with a very scientific approach, and you could have said, "Well, I know that all of the electrics are wired through one fuse." But I know that if I remove the headlight, yep. that most of the electrics of the motorcycle come to the headlight, and that's where most of the connections are made. Yeah. So I could take apart electrical connections until I can start the bike and I don't blow a fuse. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I have a connection that I make and it blows a fuse, I know that's where the problem is. Yeah. Right. It's in the turn singles. Right. Yeah. Or it's in the... Singles? Rectifi- rectifi- is that like cheese singles? Or it's in the rectum fryer rectifier... That is the metal that's touching against the metal side cover right. on a Superhawk mm-hmm. yep. yeah. and killing my bike. Yep. Does yep. that sound familiar? It sounds well, like I would say every single bike I've worked on. Look for the burn marks. <laughs> Always look for the heat. <laughs> well, uh, so so my also one of my tips for the methodical troubleshooter yep. is when you've come to an impasse and you've come to a place where I've tried most of the options that I know, mm-hmm. I always revert to the start cleaning. Mm-hmm. So take a breather and just start cleaning your bike right. and going over your bike. Spray WD-40 on the wires and wipe them off. 
you'll be able to see what color they are. Here's a cool thing. Spray. When uh, your bike worked last time, yeah. last time your bike worked, and now, what's the only thing that changed? Your bike got dirtier. Mm-hmm. The bike was working. Now it's not working. Mm-hmm. So what's changed between now and then? It got dirtier. If you clean shit, it's amazing when you clean shit, you're like, motherfucker wouldn't start before. Now it starts. What did you do? You literally cleaned crap. You took something that was creating an arc or a shirt, a ground fault yep, shirt. Exactly. And it's, it's not anymore. Let's say yeah. your neutral light is not working yeah. and you're cleaning your bike. Yeah. And you find that the neutral wire yeah. has worn through the insulation yep. and is making contact. Right. Shorting out. And now your neutral yep. light is not working. Yep. That is something you will find by cleaning your bike. Or, and cleaning your bike is just really code work for meticulously going over your right. bike. Looking at shit. And Inspecting. looking at yeah. little right. Inspecting bits, stuff. Like yeah. breaking it down and really focusing yeah. on each integral part well, of it. Well, it's the reason the doctor doesn't ask you what's in your asshole, but instead sticks his finger in. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's inspecting it. He's when inspecting in doubt. It. When, in, when doubt. in doubt, send a scout. Right. That's the rule. <laughs> um, a second, I, I like drinking. Drinking's good. No, because sometimes when you get to an impasse... It gives you a different perspective it on what does, you're doing. It changes and, your mindset. And you're already so nervous about That's not right. being able to fix it that yep. it relaxes you enough to be able to think more clearly. Do you know what hmm. player pianos, player pianos, ready? Mm-hmm. Player pianos. Do you know what player pianos and luxury cars from the 60s have in common? Complexity. Keep going. Miles of vacuum hoses. <laughs> miles of goddamn vacuum hoses. So I had, in my childhood, I restored a player piano. Mm -hmm. As a child, we had a player piano. My dad said, if you want to play with a player piano and everything else, you have to fix it. In my world, we garbage pick shit. We had to fix it. That's how we got cool stuff. It was we garbage pick shit, and we had to fix it. But then I got a 1968 Lincoln Continental. It had vacuum-operated windshield wipers. That's dumb. I know. Okay. Because when you need them, they don't work. Exactly. <laughs> it had a vacuum operated speedometer. Was, That's uh, dumb. When you push the gas pedal, they go. Yeah, I, I, well, like, not, they like, do. Like, I was yeah. like, somebody's like, I said, like, had vacuum operated power windows, which means if I wanted the windows in the back seat to go up, I had to rev the car up. <laughs> right? Well, you got to take your foot off the gas to get your wipers to go on. Also so true. When you get on the freeway, yeah. you're yeah. like, and if it's They'd raining, stall. it's like, Burr. They stall. You have to take oh, your foot off the gas. And then they go. One way, okay. hit the gas. Exactly. So you'd open the hood of a 68 Lincoln Continental, and it would look like a map of the London Underground, but all done with the same color rubber hoses. Because unlike wiring, which is different colors, rubber hoses are all black, and they go everywhere. And now you got to figure out which one of these bastards is leaking. And troubleshooting that kind of shit, as a little kid, taught me it's like, there are there'll never be too many wires. There'll never be too many hoses because eventually, what are we doing? I'm literally grabbing a piece of hose. I'm sticking it in my mouth and I'm sucking on it. I guess my my offer yeah. of advice yeah. is that you need to isolate isolate the systems, the problem yeah, exactly. So we're not trying to just fix it and make it right. run. We're actually trying to isolate and find yeah. exactly what the problem it's is. Totally Bag cool. of golf tees. Another, oh, fuck, dude. Another, like, another the whole example. car was golf tees. I know. Everything yeah. was golf Classic tees. golf tees was the whole deal, yeah. Another example yeah. is, you know, some bikes, you might have two carburetors. Or they yep. might be identical carburetors. Identical, yeah. And you're running on the left cylinder. You're not yep. running on the right cylinder. 
on some bikes, not all of them, and not on four cylinders and everything. Yeah. But on some twins, you can yeah. actually swap the carburetors. Yeah. And if you put the left carburetor on the right side and it runs great, you know that it's not a carburation problem. And you can do the fuel lines too. You swap you the said fuel that, lines. You said that about coils right. on the hot Absolutely. to start a bike. Try yeah. to flip the coils and see what happens. You'd see be what amazed I mean, at what you can flip left or right. But but do one process yep. at a time. Absolutely. Don't do multiple yeah. things. Don't clean the carburetors and change the spark plugs yep. and do this, that, and the other thing. Do each thing. Don't do 96 things and then try it. Do one thing and try it. Do another thing and try it. Do another thing and try it. Because if you do 16 things and try it, you have no idea what If you get it running, it. then you don't know really what you It's a mystery. Right. It could have been well, any the next of these 18 things. You can do 16 things. Right. Again. Chris, did you have an actual news story or did you just want to shit on Nokomoto? No, actually, I got uh, four, four items I wanted. Four to small over. items. No, I'm teasing. Right, I got so of nothing. course you didn't. All I got right. Nothing. Sleepy, got anything? No, um, we addressed mine with the electric Harley bullshit. Did we know that? Okay, so for the record, this is three hours and 21 minutes. 20, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so again, all the normal people bail about out. We might want to cut this into two chunks. I don't know. It's up to you. I'll I don't do think whatever we, you want. I, I don't give a shit. You know, long playing records, they're cool. I think I, I, I think, use it to go to bed by. I so think, I honestly, let it play for three hours, I, but I don't listen to the first five right. minutes. Right, but I also think our, our audience is weird. Thunderstorm. <laughs> right. I yeah, think that exactly. a lot of people that listen to this podcast drink right. with us during the podcast. Right, right. That's so now true. they're just hammered and they're having fun. And they got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, right. right. Well, I do. Right. I have to get up at six. Oh, what yeah. a mess. Yeah, tomorrow is five minutes from now. Exactly. Yeah, Thank right. you. Hey, and on that, remember, folks, ride fast and take chances. Wait, wait, still in the bathroom. He can piss Fuck, what is it? Norcomoto? I know, it's Norcomoto. No I don't know. Fuck you guys. No. We love you guys. We love you guys. I love them. No. We, we love but them. They're wrong. great, but they're Dude. wrong. They're just wrong. Group cracked and the also, monkey boy. also, Misfits were so wrong. It was not even oh, like yeah. shit. Well, they started wrong. by being wrong. They were but wrong. But honestly, they were they were wrong enough to call us into action. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. right. They, they were true. wrong enough to activate us. And then Nokomoto stepped up and tried to be cool. They did the right thing. They defended Liza's honor. They did. But well, you actually, they didn't defend her honor. But no, okay, but they yeah. were wrong too. So that's but honestly, fine. they were also homologated. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. We all got two thousand extra hits since last week. So it turns out, uh, you know, if you know what, if you're in an orgy, everybody's having more sex. Right. Mm. Ta-da! So on that all note, right. press the red button. Oh, John's back. John's back. This episode brought to you by Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0.